Okay, is everybody ready? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, so welcome, everybody. This is the Science Fiction Laboratory. My name's Travis. I host. Uh, with us tonight is an online gaming podcast group called The Drunk and the Ugly. If y'all would like to introduce yourselves, go ahead. Ooh, ooh me first. 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 Oh, no. Damn it. <laughs> That's in charge of this thing. Ah! Okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hi, I'm Matt Campen. Um, I do all the web stuff for our AP podcast and also edit and publish it um, and also record it. <laughs> I do every I do I do everything for the AP podcast and uh, what Alex here does everything for the actual podcast, which didn't happen in like forever. It hasn't happened in forever because Many as moons ago, as, as explained in our upcoming news segment, <laughs> Uh, Sean really doesn't have a lot of time to do things anymore. I know, I really don't. I'm I'm Sean. I do nothing. <laughs> Aww. Aww, Sean. You're the cute one. I know. I know you. Amanda, go. go. Oh, this me call graph. Go. All right. Hi, I'm Amanda Cardi, and I'm the girl. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> she also does. She's also also the resident artist for the podcast. Oh, kinda. <laughs> You do like you've done half the arts. You do all you you and Hannah do all the arts that I don't get from Flickr. Yeah, <laughs> all the arts that he doesn't ask from me. All the all the original. <laughs> I see how it is. I see how it is, Matt. Sean <laughs> is also. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, she, yes. Oh yeah, Sean. Sean also <laughs> did a few arts. Back in for for a couple sessions of road trip actually. Uh, <laughs> the end. <laughs> no, honest. I don't have much to say. I, I've I've never GM'd anything. I just sort of play along with the guys. Also, I guess, um... And we thank you for it. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. I'm Nathan Knapp. Um, though, though, I, though I am a writer by trade, I haven't written a single um, uh, write-up for, for the podcast. I'm horrible for that. I'll, I almost universally uh, push that duty on to Sam. It's because Sam knows brevity. That's true. When I sit to write, I write novels. Sam. Go, Sam, go. Yeah, well, yeah, that's my cue. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm Sam Gravener. Um, I, all those awesome epic write-ups you guys see on the podcast site, that's me. I do those. I also play George in our campaign of Mrs. Frida's, and I've run several games of Call of Cthulhu for the group. Uh, so I'm, I guess I'm kind of the resident horror guy, minus oh, wait, Nate what? and Matt and the everyone else. Fights. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like my horror, apparently. Sam, anyway. I, was, I was about to throw it out and fight you for that one. I know, I know, I know. But yeah, I'm Sam. I write things. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, I am uh, Charlie Homestar Olmstead. It's a, it, a dude from North Carolina. I've got the hair of a these uh, rock star. I am no friend of technology, and I spells good. And that's just what's on my profile page. Uh, I mostly just I'm I mostly run stuff for like occasionally I am like trinary GM next to Matt and, and uh Nate. Tertiary? Whatever. Yeah, tertiary. <laughs> and mispronounce his name hey, Artist High Five, Sean. <laughs> yeah. I but yeah, I well actually tertiary and then what's the word for fourth? Because that's what James is, but yeah. I'm the guy who occasionally runs stuff and I also play in stuff so and I I think you Forget just it. described our entire group. Yeah, yeah we do stuff. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we, we we do things. I'm also an I'm also a um, an amateur game designer kind of educated thing. I actually went to classes. So, 
I mean, not, you know, I, I can write scenarios, I think, maybe. I am writing one now. I do, it is taking forever. But that's without me. How about who hasn't gone yet? Alex! I thought I did. Oh, jeez, and James. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Yo. We'll just have one show of introductions and another show of everything else. Y'all can keep adding <laughs> sounds, people. Sounds good. <laughs> I, I don't think can. you quite grasp how huge our group is. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're technically, technically missing RJ, so... Yeah, we're missing... you've walked into introduction time. Introduce uh, yourself. Oh, no. Oh, no. You want the uh, podcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm James. I've I've been around for a while, but I'm not on that much stuff on the site yet, I guess. What, you have the you have the made game? Yeah, I have the made game and I'm in one Call of Cthulhu thing. Hey, and you're gonna be in the upcoming thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, the upcoming thing. <laughs> oh great. You're the you're the doctor. Yeah. It'll be fun times. That's about it for the group, I think. Yeah. 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 Is that everybody? For the guys that play a lot, um Hannah unfortunately is not here. And uh, RJ is Works more than Sean. RJ, yeah, RJ, yeah, RJ is insane and likes to kill himself with work. Yeah, he we'll likes. <laughs> um, Zach is currently busy playing video games. As he does. Yeah. As he does. <laughs> yeah, nothing new. <laughs> Granted, Kevin, Zach's been in like one thing so far. So. Well, one thing that's been posted. One thing's been posted. Yeah, one yeah. thing's been posted. He's been a lot of other things. Yeah. yeah. So he'll Kevin be in a is, lot more coming up. Kevin is currently. I, I don't know if Kevin exists between times I see him. Um, yeah, he sort of sort of fades away. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. The point is, we've got a pretty group, big group. <laughs> I think his beard just consumes him, and he goes into null space. <laughs> um, well, no, no, no. See, no, see, he has to be. He has to go into the TV to do syndicated episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> As his alter ego, Jonathan Frakes. I, 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 I can personally uh, refute the first one. The second one, not so much. <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess the next question would be: How did or what is the Drunk and the Ugly? Kind of how is there a story behind the name? How did it form? Um, it's actually a really simple story. Uh, Al- Alex created an alt email account to sign yeah. up for MMO and called it the Drunk and the Ugly. And we had been considering doing a podcast for a while at that point. Yeah, was, and, yeah, and just said we should call it the Drunk and the Ugly. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and now the glamour is ruined. <laughs> we had a, I, don't, I don't remember. What we should at least make something up that's not so well, boring. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, there is glory in the mundane. <laughs> Matt, Matt, tell them that story about the search that you found on the uh, the site. Oh yeah, that's my favorite. Oh yeah, so one of the things is that because um, because our site is actually getting some traffic, um, there's a lot of spam bots that come. And for some reason, one of the things they do is use our search engine. And through my <laughs> through my stats, I don't know why they just do. And I love this through, story. Through, through my stats thing, um, I can actually see all the recent searches that have happened. And my favorite random one so much is because our podcast is called Run and Gun. RPG actual play by the drunk and the ugly. One of the searches that came up there, I guess, searching through the title and the subtitle of the show, said he was drunk and brought a gun to our rolling session. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? It's almost poetic. <laughs> and it's um, like I can see where it got that from. I just want to know where it found that sentence. <laughs> I have to say that's still not my favorite spam bot. My favorite was the uh, change my life one. Oh yeah, my favorite. Well, I think well, my, there's a couple that are really good. My, like one of my favorites is I saw a lot of websites and drunkenugly.com is the best. 
Uh, and then the, <laughs> that's just sweet. And then the other one is then the other one is I really enjoy your page four oh four page not found. It is my life. <laughs> I life. Um and also I guess there's there's actually a second name that our podcast almost had until we found out another podcast had it. What's that? That was the Derpcast, I think. Oh yeah, the We actually we actually recorded an episode where we called it the Derpcast, and we're like, oh, that's actually that's, that's a already, thing already. That's already. What, what, thing. It, um, what did Derp stand for again? Like we had a specific thing for it. Did we have? Did it stand it's for like it? drunken, enraged role player podcast or something like that. Good I didn't know that. That would be very descriptive of you know. Which I mean, you know, that's me. that's about it. <laughs> that's that's right there. That's what we are. So, <laughs> Though I guess um, if you, if you want to put contextualize uh, the um, the idea of, uh, dr- of drunk and ugly, at least half the members are questionably questionably alcoholics and also incredibly ugly. Well, yeah, I can vouch yeah, both of them. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm I'm ugly, category. I don't drink that much at all. <laughs> I mean, my, my 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 avatar is not a drawing. I actually am just a wizard cat. <laughs> I would have been hot in the seventies. You can see. Look at my beautiful mane. <laughs> and your dream catcher just above your bed. The only reason I play with this group is because you are all so fine looking. Aw, thanks, man. Aw, aw, man, you're too nice. I was, I was going to say though, and uh, as, as Sam and I said, we're both writers. So let's, yeah, what was that? Right? You cut out. I think, well, yeah. Well, it says it. It says in Sam's uh, write-up, which Sam wrote himself, <laughs> that he subsists on dramatic irony, whiskey, and coffee. <laughs> it's pretty true. But what what no, good no. writer doesn't though? Come on. Okay, if whiskey is a depressant and coffee is a stimulant, what is dramatic irony? Uh, crunk juice. <laughs> sort of a ladder move, really. <laughs> It's actually the energy that makes the world go round, honestly. <laughs> All right, let's 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 move away from the alcohol stuff. I don't know if I can cleave that in or not. Uh, right. How not long correct. have you guys been playing tabletop RPGs in general, or video games and games? Each of us, or as as a group, or each uh, of as us? a group, uh, individual. You know, depending on how long y'all want to talk and and spread off to different topics just don't give us okay okay well it's already happened uh yeah so as a group how long have y'all been playing and then how did the group get started okay well as a group um what i think is sean and i were playing minecraft back in december last year and i think there was a thing that i told him there was a scenario i wrote up for monsters and other childish things and he said oh man i'd like to play that some my friends would be interested in that and i'm like and then i said like well actually i have a bunch of stuff i wrote for road trip because that other thing isn't finished and so then uh what sean got his sean got his friend nate um or it was it although i, I think you it were kind of not really it was, friends it was, at the time yeah you yeah, weren't really was, friends um, at the time because you your girlfriend knew his yes. girlfriend yes and knew that you <laughs> did a role play through the internet well no the thing the thing was it wasn't so much that um you guys were friends with me as it was um you guys were playing on my minecraft server yes that as well that was and, the, and, and yeah. so you and so you you uh you like i think you i think it was like you you invited me to play to play an rpg with you out of like 
some level of pity or kindness. I think no, it's because, it's because, because it's because you were it's because you were into you really wanted to get into role playing games because you'd done a fair bit of uh, text yeah, role playing before. You, you, had, you had your own form and stuff. And then yeah, I found, did, so. and then I was playing. In fact, pretty much every like a lot of people came from Minecraft. That uh, that's where I found Alex and I were. <laughs> Alex had set up his own Minecraft server, and I yeah. said, "Hey, I'm going to run Monster and the Childish Things. Would you like to play that?" Well, I remember <laughs> posting on the. Well, a lot of us also were from the role public. We're also from radio. Play, yeah, we were all on the role playing public radio. Forums. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's definitely where me and Sam came from. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. We hopped on. We hopped on. Charlie and I definitely hopped on back in December uh, after we just happened to play a couple games with Sean and Matt. And uh, after that, there was one night where Matt was like, "Hey, you want to do a thing?" and <laughs> I said sure. And that, was the, that was the terrible, terrible. I, I think I. I game. think my <laughs> thing was I. I was. was I said, yeah, that was the awful f- fiasco game that we'll never see. No, 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 no. Wait, what? <laughs> awful fiasco no, game? No, you're. No, you're. The first one. You Surely were, you mean awesome. If the first. <laughs> no, the first one you were in was uh, what the three, three little, three little bros. No, 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 no. The comic. fiasco game was before that. The fiasco no, game. The one was that the lasted one. like three rounds. Yeah. No, no, no. That was that was the one we played with Jeff. The oh. one we played with Sam was uh, that was, was the Dragon Slayer one. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, Dragon Slayer. That was beautiful. That was, <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> no, that was, that was something. That was, that was that was that was the worst game I've ever been a part of, and yet it was, I still stuck around and played with you guys after that. <laughs> Because we were laughing so much the whole time. Yeah, no, it was because I had a hell of a time. It was great. Yeah, it was, like, uh, yeah. The, the, um, the, the Dragon Slayer's Fiasco game was pretty much akin to watching a Mystery Science Theater 3000. At least. Yes. I mean, <laughs> it just kept getting it just kept getting like worse, but simultaneously better at the same time. More and more absurd, really. Well, explain yeah. the system a bit vaguely. Yeah, what fiasco well, is? Fia- yeah, well, fiasco, fiasco is not so much a role-playing game as it is like a guided improv session. Um, basically, you play out a Coen Brothers film of your yeah, own. That basically, yeah, that it has. It's basically every fiasco scenario is just like roll a bunch of dice. You have these props, these locations. Everybody knows each other this way. Make it make a story out of this, mm-hmm. and it just plays out in scenes. So it's pretty loosey goosey. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really it's really hard to actually like try and play it like straight in any capacity. Although there are some people I've listened to who have done it amazingly well and done done it very Coen Brothers, which is the whole reason I bought it before. Also because it's endorsed by Will Wheaton. Yeah. And you know, he's, he just he just knows quality. And as well, you know, Will Wheaton has final say in all things. Well, look, if, if we're, we're going to go by, uh, by by endorsements, um, clearly, clearly that makes Deadlands the superior game. It is, it is it is endorsed by Bruce Campbell. What? Well, they 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 they, they hired him to write the foreword anyway. Oh, I don't. <laughs> that's I don't not as impressive. Will Wheaton's actually played. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> before, before we move on to the next question, though, uh, just just a little insight as to where I came from. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure everyone's wondering. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, and, and what am I, chopped liver? <laughs> yes, you are. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, you are. Forums. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I but it's more like I came, like how I got here was like I went and asked, hey, Matt. Like I think I met Matt before during like that game. You uh, met you met during the RPPR ransom, or no, no, during the no. during the during the Skype game that Patrick on the RPPR. Yeah, played. the yeah, the that I, that game. Like God, the yeah. I, I had to drop. I put, I came in and I me and I think me and Matt's character were had PvP combat in that thing. We, yeah, we had we managed to like. 
we were like the worst team members for a while. And then somewhere there was a, there's an RPPR ransom game where we were playing Monster of the Childish Things and Charlie was the kid and I played his monster and we worked together beautifully. And then after that, he asked like, hey, would you like to play Paranoia? I have a scenario written up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, so I'm going to give a cut now. Everybody okay with that? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no was like, too bad I'm hosting this thing. Y'all can be quiet now. Damn it. It'll just be a mystery where me and James came from. <laughs> Don't worry. There'll be a thing at the end where y'all can we'll we'll splice everything together that gets missed out. Oh, that was a professional That's operation, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I learned from the best. <laughs> Okay, the next question is, uh, how did you come up with the idea to play through Skype? Uh, what did you guys, uh, what made you want to start posting them? And then general, what's general Skype etiquette for a game? Um, Skype etiquette is kind of a there, joke among a, us. Yeah, Skype etiquette. It's there a is general not. term, I know that. Okay, well, <laughs> what I mean, how, how did we come through? We came through role-playing through Skype, um, partially because we had played a couple of games um, through role-playing public radio over Skype, partially just because we were using Skype to talk while we were playing Minecraft. Yeah. Um, and then we also <laughs> played through Skype because, as stated before, none of us live in the same state with the rare exception of Nate and Manda. So that's yeah, pretty much one of the only ways we could. Yeah, it's pure necessity. I mean, it, it, there would be no drunk and the ugly without the Skype group. And use Talkbox, I guess. <laughs> and, then, and then what made the what made us want to post them? Um, that was when we played the first session ever, which was um, Road Trip Session Zero as Diner. And Alex said, "Hey, why don't we record this?" Yeah, pretty much everything's been recorded. Hey, you guys, let's go record this. Yeah, basically, yeah, pretty much exactly that. That's exactly Initially, we had started. Um, we had we had posted the things we'd recorded on uh, Role Playing Public Radio's uh, community actual play. In, in site. fact, you can still find all of our road trip sessions. Yeah, all of our early there. road trip sessions um, there. But uh, then we uh, then we were kind of like, hey, we do this so much. <laughs> Why don't we just? T- put it hosted ourselves well actually it was after we posted a podcast that we decided to do it so yeah i had been been talking about making an ap site for a long time and then finally one day i just went to nate and said hey can i do this and he said sure yeah yeah nate's actually hosts and i was actually i was it was like spring break i think and i got i had gotten into web design although really it was wordpress and wordpress just kind of runs itself yeah. Um, that it's just like, oh yeah, that was incredibly easy. Um, so, all right, cool. Uh, <laughs> well, I know, I know, y'all are going to keep answering the same questions with the same answers, but you know what? That's what ends up happening on these things. So, just ignore me when it starts happening, or give funny answers. Um, <laughs> yeah, also, funny. Uh, we're not your clowns. Also, I guess. I guess also, I guess jokes we make. Dance, monkey, is, dance. Okay, so, also, I guess. I guess. I guess for the. As much as we joke about it, um, there is some amount of Skype etiquette, at least while we're role playing. Yeah, which is to say that, uh, like, uh. if you're not if you're not in the scene, you mute your microphone so that nobody has to hear a bunch of noise. For instance, my microphone might be sounding like an alien spaceship right now, um, which it <laughs> not tends not at the moment. But you know, yes. it does that sometimes. So people don't have to hear me eating chips. You know, that would be really annoying if someone had to hear me eating chips while I'm role playing. It's the most annoying sound in the world. Yeah, yeah. Sean, why'd we invite you to this? Get out. 
And then our other thing, which is like one thing, I think one thing we could we that we actually couldn't do if we were role playing live is that um, we if we want to make side comments, we just type them in the chat log so that yeah. nobody so that we can just we can just kind of dick around while we're um, while we're off screen. There's yeah, a reason that chat log will never be published in any capacity. It's because <laughs> everyone would lose any kind of respect for us instantly. Oh, really terrible people. So does that mean I can't post the chat log to this thing? Oh, yep. please no. Extremely <laughs> <laughs> tense and dramatic moments, and there'll be just great silence and everything, and down the chat it'll be like something homosexual. <laughs> or, or, I mean, if you just... I'm usually pretty good about cutting it out, but if you just hear us laugh randomly at nothing... <laughs> That's the chat log. Sometimes it's me. Now, <laughs> yeah, that's right. The, uh, the chat Your log that is that we actually did encounter that issue um, when uh, Matt was when, when Matt was here visiting Manda and I. Um, yes. I I, uh, I ran I ran a game. Um, uh, it's 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 up on the site. It's um, Lejeune's home for Displaced Umbra. Um, our first I, and I, only I, live game. Yeah, I, uh, I I I ran that game and. Uh, very frequently, Matt Matt commented, "Where's the chat log? I can't do this without the chat log." <laughs> and so I just had to like I had to say things out loud, and that's why that's like just so filled with like side chatter and me telling Amanda that she can't do math. All right. <laughs> Instead of writing it, yeah. Um, but, uh, Someone give me a piece of paper. Put on the webcam. Etiquette was uh, as as. This is something that I, that I noticed over time. Um, as uh, we recorded more games and posted more games, um, some of the fun uh, that, that, that some of the fun we started having, um, especially as we got commenters and got people actually listening and, and, and enjoying our recordings, um, was some, some of the fun. Like some of the, the fun that we were, that we were starting to have was actually putting on a show. Yeah, to some degree. So, I, do, I agree with that. So it was. It was. It was. It was so we we sort of. I mean, we still obviously have 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 the have all the enjoyment of playing a game together, but at the same time, we are collaboratively creating a show for other people to listen to. So there is a bit of, um, I mean, just, despite despite how we come off now, there is there is at least some semblance, perhaps a tiny semblance, but but some semblance of professionalism. In our, in our, yeah, in our we at least try to bring our A game. I mean, yeah. it doesn't always happen, but <laughs> but we do give it an honest effort. Yeah. Well, there's a, there was a reason why we're not using uh, combat systems such as uh, Dungeons and Dragons or Dispatch. oh, like the really heavy ones, the crunchy yeah. ones, which are fun, but it would make for well, a terrible. Well, we are list. playing a Ad Eva. That is fairly crunchy. Which that's that's, that's, that's like that's, the most crunchy thing we've played. Well, that's because okay. it's a 40k game, which <laughs> oh, is that's a that's a role playing oh, game based on a tabletop war game. Yeah. <laughs> so you want your maths? Uh, and then, there you go. Then, while while it is while it is certainly a really fun game. During the parts that we do get really like get really into combat, which is really fun when we do, mm-hmm. they don't make the best for. It's listening. not good listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's. Well, I've noticed another pod- actual play podcast. That's why they're usually going to have uh, you know funny banter. If they yeah. don't, it's just going to be a really really boring actual play. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's the that's the. That's why I'm not cutting out any of the banter during the during those combat sequences because that's really all people are listening to, other than oh, I move 40 decameters, I fire a six round burst. Yeah, because <laughs> you can try and role play in combat, but it's really broken up because six seconds takes like five minutes to play out. Yeah, uh, just, at least. I just remember something. Um, in the beginning, I remember we used to do that way more often. Was to 
like queue up a YouTube link in the in the text chat and spend like five minutes listening to that kind of stuff or reference <laughs> that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that was that was the first stop. that was the, the first session of uh, road trip. I think the the initial draft of it was like it was forty minutes of us listening to oh my god watching YouTube videos and then a game started. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm and sorry. That's when I decided I was going to edit everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look how far we've come. Well, it's a good thing you kind of mentioned it being a show and the editing. Can y'all can y'all kind of give us a walk through the process of making it from concept to release? I know, Matt, I know, for Matt. like Frida, that's like a twenty Matt. second. Oh, let's do this and then start playing. But <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean, concept to release? Oh yeah, uh, come up with an idea, uh, Tyler. Writing the game. This one. Yeah, yeah. I guess just coming from you know nothing, you know, like oh, Call of Cthulhu, you know, that whole thing, working all the way through the process of releasing, you know, the three series. That's a really, that's a really variable length thing because it yeah. all depends on it all depends on inspiration and stuff like that. It, it also, also depends it, on the game. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Really it does. also depends on the on the, on the <laughs> writer too. Cough. I mean, uh, Sam Sam's way of I mean. I guess Sam, Matt, Alex, Charlie, we all and I, we all have different ways of actually writing scenarios. Mm. Um, we also have ways of we, all, we also have vast, varying different ways of, of running scenarios too. Yeah, and then I mean, and even even ourselves, like depending on the kind of thing we want to run, there's a lot of different there's a lot of different styles of writing. Like, I mean, like like you said, for Frida's game, it's basically like. Um, I mean, for for the stuff for the early sessions that I ran, after a certain point, I just stopped writing notes because I knew what direction I wanted things to go in, and I had I, I had most of the stats or things memorized, so there was really nothing I was doing there. Like I was just I was just letting it finish itself off. And there's one game that there's one game that I've run that I haven't posted that had like two or three sentences of stuff that's like there's a fancy dinner party there's a racist robot that ruins it <laughs> that's, that's, all I, that's all I wrote for that's all I wrote for it and I just make like a two and a half hour session out of it yeah. remember that you try to shoot it into everything yeah. hey I managed to make I managed to make that dinner party not be ruined by the racist robot I know yes 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 <laughs> you, you, managed, yes. you managed to save the fancy dinner party from the racist robot I was so right. sad I was not a part of that but uh, anyway, on on the other hand, as opposed to how a Frida session normally comes together, um, something for like the two Call of Cthulhu scenarios that are on there that I ran, um, the first one took forever to write, and the second one took probably about a week of dedicated writing just to figure out everything and get it all down. And I'm still revising and putting it putting the scenario together. Like I mean, yeah, it, it this, still is not done. I mean, yeah, this, but yeah, the, the thing the one, is, uh, was, I'm sorry, the one shots always take more time to write up because you're telling a concise story in you know three four sessions for us like eight sometimes but well, actually that's more for me um yeah it's for Nate you can't that. run anything in one session it's, it's, it's absolutely true <laughs> and, uh, I was gonna that's 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 a, that's a good lead in for what I was gonna say um as far as when I when I said you know we all tend to run things differently um even for one one-offs uh, generally for everything, I tend to just do about 95% improv. As in, I'll, I'll, the, all the notes that I have are generally the equivalent of the notes that Matt has for Frida's. Um, and I, I make up various details and, and even plot details on the spot just based on what the players are doing and what seems like would be the most interesting thing at the time. Um, and uh, because I run runoffs like that as well, one-offs tend to end up becoming mini-campaigns. 
Yeah, I think that's one of one of the the campaign we're going to post after the one that we're posting this month was supposed to be a one-off game and is now like eight sessions long. Yeah. Um, but I mean, and and I mean, uh, in this in this topic, the thing is, this is something that's too broad to kind of at least at least from con- from concept to from concept to game. That's kind of a topic that's like that's its that's its own separate discussion. How you take something from an idea to a fully formed game. I mean, um, but the basics of it is we have an idea, we create a scenario, we play a campaign, we do the game session, and then we let Matt do all of the rest of the work to put it all together and get it posted. <laughs> and no one else does anything. Well, then, <laughs> Except I, gotta, I write the write-ups when Matt tells me to. When you actually have a scenario, then you actually have to get the group together, which has been odd at times since we're like 15 people with different schedules. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've uh, you've got people who are playing practically every two days, and yeah. people like me and Sean, which are like haven't been for months. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. And especially if you got campaigns, then you get you get these weird uh, trying to get back into character and remember what the actual story is. Oh yeah, yeah we that's... have a problem with road trip. Well, it, yeah, that's because our that's because our original group. Um, got very very busy like nobody's available at the same time very often that's why they got people like me to fill the gap <laughs> Scab. Just, before this, uh, just before this interview we actually uh, recorded a little like news segment for our AP podcast just to keep all the uh, all the listeners sort of abreast of what is going to be going on and kind of what everybody's up to that kind of thing so um, hopefully that'll that'll help kind of um keep people keep people invested i suppose <laughs> and to go um, back on the recording it also happens that once you're done the game uh whatever programs we used to record are gonna get corrupted yeah oh my god those happens. entire games or part uh, of games of content well that doesn't that doesn't happen so often anymore thanks thanks to our thanks to our new recording software um but our early stuff recorded with mp3 skype recorder like 70 or like trying to remember like half the time that would just corrupt and the thing that really sucks about that is because is that when it corrupts you lose all of your data ever the nice thing about the nice thing about the other one is that if it is that if it corrupts it's a wave so it's a wave so you get to keep everything you've recorded so far yeah, but the the unfortunate part is it doesn't tell you if you try and click the setting where it saves to MP3, it might crash and and not tell you it's crashed. Yeah, it doesn't you, tell you it's crashed. That's why yeah, I keep that's why I keep call graph in a very easy to find place on everywhere. I have lost the second last half of two sessions that way. Yep. Yeah, I ended oh, yeah. up actually I ended up actually just buying a uh, Skype recording software that I know would work. Just so that it, we wouldn't have that problem, like at all, with some of the free software. Well, so actually, yet to use. Well, no, I when I do play things, I I I'm a tertiary recorder, so just in case stuff gets corrupted, I'll I'll have a backup. And I mean, that's never never gone bad on me. I use um, Power Grammo, which is. Yeah, and that uh, was first pretty well. So yeah, plug. And I mean, that's one thing. <laughs> like, we we always we always just. Uh, I mean, we always record and duplicate now mostly because if you record and duplicate then nothing will ever go wrong because you're trying to prepare for it to go wrong 
Yeah, so, and so then, of course, everything goes off flawlessly. Of course, alternately, <laughs> there was one time back when we were using MP3 Skype Recorder that we recorded in duplicate, and everything managed to fail, but somehow it managed to fail in such a way that I failed, and then Sean picked it up, and then when I, my stuff came back up, Sean's thing failed, and so we had this whole hand-over-hand. <laughs> hand. Yeah, oh that's, my that's gosh. A, that's road, tr- road Trip Session for the Wizard, which is how you can tell where the recording parts, ha- the different recording parts happen, because the quality just keeps changing. <laughs> yeah, uh, on some parts, didn't we end up just like recording an after the fact thing? Like, oh, you remember this, this, and this happened? I think like, uh, so we ended up having to re record parts. Yeah, we, we recorded, I mean, the early sessions of Road Trip, we had to re record a lot of things because we just, we just kept losing things over and over again. Like the entire second half of Sunnyvale, <sighs> we just, we, we redid yeah. all, we redid all of that. And, hey, it was fun. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It, was yeah. it was definitely fun because we got, we just got to play the scene. And since we knew how everything resolved, we're just like, this is how it starts. This is how it ends. We'll just do the entire thing without dice. And adding I extra explosions. A lot better. I, mean, I feel like I got into character a little bit more because I I knew how I was going to start and I knew how I was going to end. So making up the stuff in between, I felt like I could get more energetic about it. I felt like I wasn't. I felt like no surprises were going to come and hit me, so I could really play that part up a bit more. Yeah, fair enough. So so there were there are advantages to stuff. It was just kind of a shame that it happened in the first place. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all talking about that has made me paranoid. I've been checking call graph every six <laughs> seconds. This entire. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and then I guess as for the editing, as for the actual editing process, it's like um, a three or four stage thing that I go through. That I take um, from call graph. I just have it keep it as a wave. I don't have it convert to MP3 because when it converts to MP3s, it sometimes crashes. Also, yeah. um, because I use a software call from Communications Network called the Levelator, um, which Sean actually found. It is a um, beautiful tool. So what oh, I do yeah. is I take the wave, um, I convert it into mono sound in Audacity, then I export it as a wave again, put it into the Levelator, which will which export the entire. It just it lev it does perfect sound leveling for everything you just drag and drop and it Mm -hmm. just runs through and then i take the level thing and then i then in audacity i crank uh, there's a little there's a little uh thing specifically for editing in audacity the um i just turn the internal speed of the recording up to like 160 170 percent and just everyone sounds like chipmunks everybody sounds like chipmunks i'm actually I've actually gotten as used to everybody's chipmunk voice as I have to everybody's regular did voice. You, um, did you um, also you do the um, the there's basically like a remove oh, silence. Tool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, I do. Um, so basically like these huge gaps of silence and stuff. It'll just chop it right yeah, out. I'll, yeah. I'll having to mess with it. Depending on the le- like I'll usually cut out like 20 percent of the game will be dead air just because. Well, I don't know. Probably because we spend a lot of time pausing so that we don't talk over each other a lot. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing is. Sheets. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then also um, I go through and if there's any noise, I use there's on a tool on Audacity called noise removal. I remove noise, I truncate silence again. That removes more stuff. Um, and then I and then I kind of pan through the entire recording at 160, 170 percent speed. Um, remove any side chatter or rules talk that is particularly long or uninteresting. Yeah, so about half of the editing stuff is just thing is just just putting it through different processes that just can kind of run in the background. Yeah. So it's it's the only intensive part of it is the the actual chopping it up at the end. Yeah. And I mean that's All not right. nearly that's not nearly the amount of work that Alex puts into the actual into our actual podcast. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh god, there's a reason I'm yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Just which we, uh, I, I want to get it to do it again. It's mainly scheduling problems, but yeah, it usually takes me f like it takes so long. I usually it's, take you're it. very particular about it, and that's not a bad thing. It's just uh, right. time consuming. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a really good thing because I mean, Alex, the uh, for the for the actual podcast, I mean, you do you do really great work, and you 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 like it. It all sounds really crisp and um. Well, thank you. Enjoy. I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> There's also that. God, guys, I'll just so never be in another think... podcast. <laughs> all right, I think that's all for the hard, boring questions. These should be nice and fun and light questions. Uh, so the next one is kind of what's your inspiration for your many different characters, game scenarios? You know, what books, movies, television shows, anything you can think of? Um, oh man! man. Uh, and here <laughs> comes the floodgate. We have a lot of characters. <laughs> okay, um, I mean, what, where do you where do you want us to start on this? Because yeah, we have a lot. I of guess characters. just like okay, everybody do a favorite movie, book, TV show. Okay, should we go around like in some sort of order? Might be a good chaos. Idea. Only chaos. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I grew up on movies that were a lot like the Blues Brothers. So basically, all of my characters are really upbeat, happy, and sarcastic. That's <laughs> about all I have to say on that one. Uh, I have a weird love of super soldiers and stuff like that. So, whenever possible, I make a super soldier. I guess because I'm real. I'm also really into Metal Gear games, so that might have something to do with it. I'm and I'm um I I am I guess I I I, uh, I graduated with a uh, a a. a, a a bachelor's in a bachelor's in English, uh, specializing um, in uh, kind of in theory, um, literary theory. Uh, so there's a reason. There's a reason I say that, and uh, the reason I say that is um, almost all of my characters are inspired by literary theory, and in that in that I create them. I I create them with theory in mind. Um, where where the reason I'm laughing is Nate Nate plays little girls. That's what Nate plays. He that's, does. That's what he plays. He plays little girls. He's no, <laughs> got a pretty wide range of characters. Yeah, no, no. I, I, have a, I have a very wide range of characters. <laughs> They're all little girls. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> all of them. All of them. I get it. I get it. No, yeah. the, reason, the reason you say that, though, um, is, uh, is, is less that I actually have a lot of them and more that the fact, the, the fact of the matter is I've done that before. Yeah, you, you play them more than anyone else, which is to say you've played an average amount. We just make fun of you for it. Yeah, you play yeah them I, I, have, I actually, actually well, do have a very varied supply of characters. Of you know, Nate, why don't you come? Why don't you? Uh, you actually had a whole thing on specifically why you got it. Why you get into the mindset of a teenage girl? <laughs> that there, you actually, there's actually a story. There's actually a story behind that, and it's not a creepy one. Yeah. Uh, can we oh, save okay. that? Let's go around the circle and finish there. Let's just do that. <laughs> not to cut you all off or anything. Just, you know. We'll get back to Nate and little girls later. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, I'm holding y'all to that. Okay. Um, no, I was just saying. For instance, like uh, I, I always have some sort of like some sort of theor- theoretical approach to creating any character, like uh, say in Frida's, my character Emma. The entire purpose behind her was was to actually make a uh, make make an example of um, make a living example of how how um, knowledge destroys innocence, and I created a character out of that. 
So var- various things along those lines. That, that's what inspires my characters. Um, uh, like Nate, I'm also uh, an English major. Um, I, I do. A, I'm creative writer, and so I have uh, uh, this fond tendency of making characters who I would really like to see get the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> uh, her. So I, I have this thing. Pretty much all the stories I write end up having, you know, bad things happen to fairly good people. So I try and always play those characters because that's just what's interesting to me. All right. And um, let's see. I guess for my characters, uh, there's not there's not a lot of there's not a whole like major theme behind that so much aside from um, when given the opportunity to make a robot, I will make a robot. Um, as as advertised by the by the racist steampunk robot I made in that one game, um, Doug Price's monster Leadpot, the useless robots, um, my absolute love of Engine Heart, yeah, um, you want the, the, so good, Wally the role playing game basically. You want, you want to robots what I am to super soldiers? Uh, yes, man. we must make Robo Soldier one day. Um, but aside <laughs> oh, aside no. aside from that, a lot of this stuff just kind of comes. A lot of this stuff just kind of comes up on the fly. In fact, my my favorite characters are ones that I have put like no thought into. It's just um, I think it was Scott Scott Vall and both Scott Vall and Jimmy Balmer. I um, mean Scott Valle. Shut up, um, <laughs> Scott. Varl. You know You're gonna admit it in one of these days. You know that's how you said it the first time. I know. I'm. I know that's how I said it the first time. And I'm like, he's not. His, he's not Hispanic. Why would he have that name? <laughs> Scott Valle. Uh, Scott Valle. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm going to admit to that because bueno. it's on a recording. Um, but uh, but no. But but the, but but the main thing is like Scott Vall um, was a character I came up with from concept to finished completely with stats in ten minutes. Um, that the whole thing, I went to fake name generator, clicked it until I found a name that I liked, and then I looked at the profession, um, and the profession was like bookbinder or something. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, this kid's a shy bookworm. And then somehow I, I'm pretty sure his ability, all of his abilities came from a Mountain Dew commercial a while back. That there's what? this commercial, there's this commercial where people drink Diet Mountain Dew and then they scream like eagles and shatter glass. <laughs> and that was that was where that was where the power came from. Like, okay, he's an so, eagle. He's an eagle kid. Um, so your so inspiration is influenced. Yeah, Matt is influenced by pop culture. <laughs> um, and then and then the uh, and then Jimmy Jimmy Balmer was that minus a step. I made Jimmy Balmer the little fierce character in five minutes um, using a using Sam's character sheet, moving some numbers around, um, and then clicking fake name generator until I found the name James Balmer. And then it was like the profession was alcohol tobacco firearms inspector i'm like okay this is a dumbass redneck kid <laughs> and i had way too much fun playing that character um i guess as far as i go in creating characters the visuals come first i mean i know skype games aren't really a visual media before i was doing skype games i was doing text role playing and uh and role-playing through through drawing sites like Chigaki, and uh, it was always the visuals first. If a character wasn't interesting to draw, uh, th- there just was no character. I'll, I'll spend more time drawing the character, and then their personality and everything will come later. But since I've started playing Skype games uh, and listening to our own recordings, I've become a lot more... I, I know how adorable I sound, and that makes it really hard for me to play an awesome it's character. It's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I, I, so I've tried to sort of make more characters to fit my voice because I don't have as wide a range as some of, some of the guys I play with who can play, you know, like Nate can play a little girl, but he can also turn around and play a badass super soldier in the same 10 minutes, whereas I just sound cute, and <laughs> there's not much I can do about that. <laughs> I've tried, believe me. Is that everybody? I haven't gone, but I, I don't really, um, hmm. He just makes fun. Help me out, guys. <laughs> How do I uh, make characters? <laughs> like, what are my, um, as far as inspirations I think, I think you, go. You don't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I think, I think you just, I think you just, you're just kind of in the same vein that you make something that would be fun to play. Yeah. 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 I, I, as far as like, I, when I make characters, what sort of things go into it? It's just kind of like, I, I'm trying to think what is going to give me the most mileage. Like, I can think of, like, a basic, um, like, character concept or whatever, and maybe it'll be based on a gimmick or whatever, and that'll be great, but it doesn't usually last long, and I'll have trouble with it, like uh, like Max Chang. Um, uh, how about August? And that seems to be August, the August was, was like... Was just being a super spy uh, <laughs> or well, British? No, actually, the thing is with, with August, I was like, I want to play a, a snarky... English boy, and uh, let's see how that goes. And then everything kind of uh, evolved out from there. And I actually wanted to make kind of a companion character to um, to uh, to Matt. And uh, and so I was trying to think like what what would be fun is why don't I find something that preys on birds? And it's like oh, how about this um, this uh, spider? There's forget the name of the spider, but it's basically the, the Goliath, Goliath bird eater. Yes, and that's what I based him on. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, okay, I want a guy that's um, that somehow has the powers of the Goliath bird eater, so that it'll be weird and creepy, and you know, and Scott will get all you know bothered by it. <laughs> um, that's that's basically that. And then I mean, everything else kind of came out around that. It's kind of funny because August is actually the one character that I uh, that I actually have written the most backstory for out of most of my characters. <laughs> I'm I'm very it, it, it's a struggle for me to write like more than a paragraph for my characters. I mean, unlike you know Sam and Nate who are you know English majors, so. <laughs> I honestly, like, Neil started off with just, okay, he's a super soldier, and then I wrote, like, five short fictions of backstory for him. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> like, I don't know how that <laughs> happened. <laughs> uh, because I had to explain. Sort of thing. <laughs> You're like, okay, why is he, though? After I, I Now I know who he is by playing him. Now I didn't gotta uh, explain why he is. I know, I'll type in, like, five short stories. I'm so confused about the what he is. I keep thinking he's a robot. No, he's, he's an augmented human. You think he's a robot, robot because his eyes glow red when he does stuff like the Terminator, but that's not he's not he's not a cyborg though. Yep, that's the main thing, yeah. Uh, personally, uh my own characters yes. I usually um start with something and end up with something completely differently. Usually ending up as that guy uh, in most games. <laughs> like I remember making uh, one of my character in the road trip campaign being Charlie. And I made him as shy and like you know shy little guy whatever. And Matt starts creating this New Jersey Ed guy, and somebody had to say terrible things about him because if I didn't, no nobody else would. <laughs> and I became you know a hayhole. 
Yeah. <laughs> just involved in this real jerk. <laughs> no, there's another game we do in the in the wastelands. I wanted to do an intellectual uh, yes. characters and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But then everybody else does that, so I'm like, you know what? No, I'm just gonna do a a, a crazy mercenary guy with knives that's completely insane. Yeah, <laughs> a guy a guy who gets a guy who on and uh, a guy who gets away. cut by a chainsaw, then proceeds to tear the chainsaw out of his shoulder and beat a person to death with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah a guy who has a tag skill in jumping. I was <laughs> amused by all of his decisions. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically the first games are gonna shape whatever characters I do. Um, that was the same thing that happened to John McCraw as well. That that, which was, <laughs> that you you made a character and then five minutes in you realized this character was completely different. Uh, what did I even start with? It's I, you started with like stone. You started with like just strong out drug guy who's a coward and we'll ended up with a junkie who thinks he's Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You ended up you end up with the junkie version of Rob McCraw. Yes, Rob McCraw, who spent half of his points in, he spent half of his points on hit points, <laughs> being just wasn't jump, becoming the strongest fear itself character ever. <laughs> like the idea that's like, junky Batman. That just seems like such a good descriptor. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's a, that's the next that's his next actual character. I'm gonna play Wild Talents. <laughs> gonna play junky Batman. <laughs> Also, uh, on a quick note about like how we get inspired to games, usually it's about, you know, with most games, it's just about stuff we recently seen or stuff we thought was a cool idea. Like, not too long ago, like, we started watching uh, uh, Madoka, and uh, and then Nate said, it said to Zach, hey, you should run a Magic Girl campaign, and he goes, yeah, I think I'll do that. Dang it, y'all stole my idea. Also, uh, I was going to try and get okay. somebody to play that. Also, uh, uh, I'm so excited. Damn you, Whoa, Echoes. Echoes. Okay, well, and then, and then I guess I guess as far as stuff that I write, I am a little ashamed to admit that I a lot of the Monster and Other Childish Things stuff I've written has been inspired by Adventure Time with Finn and Jake. <laughs> Strangely which, enough, which it was actually actually, actually the actually the Night of the Gaming Doze was inspired by Adventure Time and ended up becoming something completely not Adventure Time. <laughs> you know, all that went over my head completely, and I've only recently watched it, so I have to go back and listen to the games now. <laughs> also, because uh, that's an excellent I, that's an excellent thing to take from for uh, for Monster Other Childish Things. I mean, considering that it's basically Cthulhu meets Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, it's just because so. Adventure Time is... It, advent- a lot of Monster Other Childish Things is this, is a Saturday, is a very kind of twisted Saturday morning cartoon, and that's what Adventure Time is. <laughs> so, on the record, on yes. the record, um, the, uh, the thing about the Magical Girl campaign, <laughs> that start that did not start with... Uh, with anything serious, that started with with me joking about Zach being um, being weeaboo enough to run that. Hey, hey there's hey, nothing hey. wrong with being a weeaboo. They're not here right now. <laughs> then, 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 then it was then uh, then he agreed to, then he agreed to it entirely, and eventually it was just like, hey, you know what, you know what, I could do that. Mistake said, number one. I, and then and then I said, all right, Zach, you really want to do that because I would play in that. And then he was like, "Yes, yes, this should happen." And so Mistake I said, "Okay." Number two. And I said, "Okay, <laughs> sure." I heard about this this one recent show that I could possibly stream for you, that would give you ideas. So I did that. The and, final mistake. And then we decided to use a stem. Then he, when asking for a system, I said, "Hey, if you want to run something that's like a Japanese cartoon, you should use the superhero system." <laughs> 
we decided and to- then and then somehow somehow i'm gonna give it to arc dream that is that wild talents is open enough that i can make i can make a magical girl that transforms into a robot that shoots laser beams yeah and, and <laughs> although like I was mean, in all fairness they have in that in that book they have a power they actually have statted out a power to turn off the sun wow <laughs> yeah that's true that exists yeah um, and I, I i'm i'm really excited for the magical girl campaign and I, I find it funny that, that we're actually using Wild Talents because Wild Talents is an incredibly brutal system. So we're playing. Yes. We're going to be doing. We're going to be doing this. This. This thing that is like, that is that is that that you yes, know sparkles and rainbows. And, and then, then yeah. yeah, and it's in a system it's, where if you take enough damage to a body part, it gets blown off. <laughs> hey, when hey, when I, I don't think we can ever though go full Madoka though. I don't no, think we we'll ever get that dark. <laughs> it's I don't, I don't can go that dark. You, you can't. You can't go that dark if if you have hope somewhere. Yeah. I, I, I still nope. remember how Zach tried to get me into that game. He was like, James, I will give you the chance to be the one and only magical boy. <laughs> wow, that sounds horrible. And I don't I think know. No, I, I, it wasn't the idea, no, it's not like, like some tuxedo mask guy. It's a, like a cross-dressing magical girl or something. James, as an added incentive for you to play this game, you can play a 13-year-old boy with magical powers. <laughs> admittedly, admittedly, you just described Frida's. <laughs> At least I wouldn't no. be the only one. <laughs> okay, so uh, anyway. obviously you don't have a lot of good stuff I don't even remember what up. the question was there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. How do you come up with table discussions? Uh, so obviously, Frida's is the longest one you'll have posted now. What's your favorite? Uh, set, uh, campaign job done. It doesn't have to be something that's posted now. It could be something that's coming down the line, something that y'all haven't quite done yet. Hey, oh, hey. No. an option. <laughs> let's what? Uh, let's let's make a rule that Frida's is an option because I think that's like probably what every. As for actually, you my, know, actually my my current. Um, as far, I guess as far as the, like, cause yeah, Frida, Frida's always has a warm place in my heart and much like Florida, it's full of old people. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but, uh, my, my other favorite, my favorite campaign that we're doing right now, um, which we're actually almost done with is based, is a monster in the childish camp or monster in the childish things campaign based on Shin Megami Tensei, uh, persona, which somehow works really well together. Um, and that's just we just have stupid amounts of fun in that and play really really long sessions. That session was seven Jesus. hours. Yeah, it, it, uh, it, was, it was a seven-hour game. The uh, the call itself was about eight and a half. Hours. I <laughs> I unfortunately was not a part of that either. Yeah, <laughs> it uh, made me really sad. <laughs> I get so sad because I'm not able to play with you guys as much as I used to be able to. I know, so. Sean. I'm sad for you. Oh, I'm sad for uh, myself. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think uh, my favorite campaign that I've been a part of that we've done besides Frida's is the uh, and Justice for All, the companion game to the one that's about to be posted. Uh, that the ship is of in, fools. Yeah, so you don't seem to be is, naming that. Right. Uh, which is you know all Nate's baby, and it was great. It was a lot of fun. I, we, but there's we one session of it left, left. We just got to finish it, really. I mean, yeah, we've taken a three-month break from that before well, finishing it. We so put we in Lejeune's in the middle of it, so, you know. Yeah. It, Lejeune kind of still serves as filler episodes. Um, <laughs> essentially, I get to play a one, one-armed one Batman, so... 
<laughs> Everyone just wants to play Batman in this group. We're, all just, we're just a group that's full the, of that's Batman. The, that's the, hey, the, hey, I want to play Batman. Play. Hey, I want to play Batman. Captain America here. Okay. Now, speaking, <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of the Batman, um, my uh, my favorite campaign that uh, that that I've been in that I was a player, um, I'm going to have to say is Road Trip. Um, mm. Road Trip always will always be pretty much thus far has been my favorite. Um, as uh, I'm, I'm very fond of, I'm, I'm very fond of um, all the characters that are there. I'm very fond of, of um, the character dynamics between them, uh, and uh, you know, like I said that the uh, the narcissistic side of it is, I enjoy playing Daniel Carrington more than I enjoy playing any other character I've ever played ever. Um, especially considering the adventure they're in, whether you know they're going to save the world. Well, this is a character that really would be guided by saving, saving the world. So, I mean, he, he perfectly fits what, what is what, what the adventure is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know... He's kind of the moral it. compass of the group. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can sort of go off that, too. Like, one of, one of my favorite... Um, I, I've, I have three favorites. Um, one of them being because August is snarky and a jerk and i love him so much uh to play uh it just it's so much fun seeing how the the friendships between all the characters kind of evolve and also um stuff coming up with sort of where some tension comes in between him and some of the other characters and also how the characters fall apart yeah and how the way yeah yeah exactly um and uh my other favorite is is large chunks of um of road trip um like i said earlier i mean i have some trouble with playing max just because he is kind of a one-dimensional character and i like i'm trying to fix that but whatever Uh, but it's just it's just so yeah and it's so much fun just seeing the stupid crap that uh that max and charlie will will get into like they'll just go off and just be just do really weird stuff <laughs> like not related to the campaign and ignore it in scenario go uh, yeah. trouble that's, that's also that's also what happened to cult busters which may or may not ever get oh posted depending on what shane <laughs> ivy wants to so do <laughs> there there was a yeah there's certainly a weird um like uh thematic um juxtaposition in uh, in road trip wherein like max and charlie will go and get into like some really absurd stuff that is just that is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Daniel and Everett will go to this thing that just gets like really dark and depressing and dismal as Daniel and just then, proceeds and to do something some, that gets him into a hospital. <laughs> and then somewhere along the line, there's an intersection there between them, and they're like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But um, and then the, the the last one that's that's my my current favorite because it's the current one that I'm only one that i'm actively playing in um is the ad eva game that charlie's running which is basically uh we're in our 40k system and we're playing as sort of a fan fiction um uh neon genesis evangelion universe and it, it's really 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 fun um there's, there's, and and i play i play a, a big uh a big gentle giant uh named joe kawasaki um and that's 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 fun fun stuff I was gonna say there's really there's really no way of uh of justifying that game either. <laughs> yeah, like there, there no. been times where I've brought it up and I'm just like, it's like oh, really, geez, it's not fan fiction because and then and then like as I would be in the middle of explaining that I would pause and go what what am I saying? <laughs> yeah, are the <laughs> words coming out of my mouth? <laughs> am I really trying to justify this? 
I'm like, no, you don't that. understand. It's so deep. <laughs> yeah, one of the parts I like, I really liked about that campaign is we got like James and uh, Nate have never seen the series, so we watched like the movie, like the first two reboot movies. I've actually, I'm the one who's never seen the series. Yeah. And I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to make sure, and I'm trying to keep myself kind of away from the series so that Charlie has a reason to explain things about it to me in case, in the case that we have listeners who have uh, also have not watched the series. Yeah, so that I would can, make sense. Although yeah, the thing is, the thing I've learned about the series is it also just takes a lot of time not explaining things ever. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was worse. it was worse in the original, like, um, series than it they, is in the movie. They, they have, like, they have names for things. And you kind of know what they do, but they never ex- like. There's the stuff that the pilots go into in the entry plug. It's called LCL, and that's all they say about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it turns time. it turns it turns orange when they when it turns orange at sometimes, but sometimes it's clear and they can breathe and talk through it. But they never say what it is or what it's called or why it's there. It just is. <laughs> and just and, it, that, and uh... if you and if you get too powerful in your Ava, you turn into it. Yeah, it's made yeah. from people. <laughs> the funny thing about it is, there's times in like the series soil green. <laughs> or baked beans. There's times in the series where they a lot of time could be explaining things, but instead do nothing. Or explore. They could be explaining things and then decide to fight a time cube using giant guns. It's that's not really a decision you make. It just kind of happens. So yeah, that's that's it for me. I have three favorites. Uh, yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, not probably favorite campaign as a player is uh United We Stand because you're you're a GM in that one. Yeah, you don't play that one. No, I no, I meant oh, I meant uh, Injustice for I get. I like playing in the game that I ran. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in the uh, in the yeah okay uh, because I was gonna bring that up later but uh, in Justice for All yeah I like I really like the character I play in that you know as you know he's kind of it's basically a coming of age story for him like where he's you know it, as he as the game goes on games go on he kind of like grows up more and more each session and stuff but uh in and the games I've run my favorite is United We Stand just because like I'm. Like it kind of got a little. It was a little choppy at the beginning, but I'm very satisfied of how things end ended. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think I think we were all very satisfied with how it ended. Hell yeah. Um, I I I, I just just uh just like on the record, um, all all the campaigns that we've played, um, the endings have always been my favorite parts of the campaigns. Well, they should because, be <laughs> uh, because I mean, um, any of the campaigns that we've played, we've actually managed to conclude. Um, whoever whoever's GMing. Um, usually does usually does what they can to make a, as 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 a really solid conclusion to things, and uh, that's, that's kind of what I like to see in a story. I, I like to see a real good solid conclusion. <laughs> things shouldn't go on forever. I disagree. Oh, oh really, James? <laughs> and, and that's and that's why the hey, hey guys, welcome to Mrs. Frida's session ninety six. <laughs> God, <laughs> the college uh, years. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Like I refuse to play in Frida's the college years. We're porting that we're reporting that game to Wild Talents and we're being awesome there. <laughs> oh my god. George would just be you in college years. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam, why you gotta be such a dick and have a flaming bird 
Emma wouldn't be there in the college years. I think by that point she would be like, okay, okay, I'm done with the supernatural stuff. I'm going to go get a career. You guys, have yeah, either that or by the time she turns 18, she just move out. That would that would just be that, that would just <laughs> would not be a painful full of everyone crashing at George's house and <laughs> no one being able to go outside because they're all monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what, I think we had the whole th- we had the whole thing that's what in the college years Scott and Manny get an apartment and become the monster odd couple. <laughs> George is in a really bad band. He just plays Boston covers. It's like a really bad 80s movie. <laughs> or a really good 80s movie. No, no. A really candy one. A really bad one. <laughs> not gone yet. Directed by Polly Shore. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you've gone yet. Uh, I don't have an answer for... I guess Freedoms would be my favorite campaign. I don't know if I could pick an individual game. Uh, just, just getting into the character of Manny is really easy for me. I don't know why I connect with that kid so much. He's like my favorite character to play. But if I had to choose a favorite game out of everything that's been posted on the site, uh, it would have to be Engine Heart. Not gonna lie, I listened to Engine Heart like ten times. <laughs> oh, I love that game. The Tricentennial. The Tricentennial. Tricentennial. Oh man, and I just so remembered my favorite. If we're doing single games, we've we've been in the the Little Fears Slenderman game that Matt ran. Oh yes, that is without a doubt the best experience I've ever had in a role playing game I'm, ever. That was, that's, was, also, that's, that's also another game that I I had ten NPCs I wrote out for that, and then all the rest of it was in my head, and I improvised a four hour game somehow. Yeah, that See, was. I'm going to extend a, uh, a psychic fist bump here, as I agree with you entirely. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, that was that was a great game. That was that was a game where I was sitting in my room with all of the lights on, all of the windows shut, and the doors locked, and I was still creeped out. Well, admittedly, that could do that could also have to do with how we started playing it at midnight. Well, yes. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, James, go, James, go, go, James, ah, go. Ah, ah, okay. Uh, I guess is I guess I do really enjoy uh, Ad Ava. I play three card Montague, the operations director. But uh, as as far as uh, games I've run, it's only been one so far, and I've really enjoyed it so far. It's uh, the Crucible, a prefab that was in one of the Deadlands well, books. We also have a we also have a Fallout. I I don't really consider that a fully I don't really realized like that start game. to a campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I just run it for the money. Hey, I don't I, want to do another session or two before I really like consider it a solid game I've started running. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy playing Eugene. Yeah. I can do the I, yeah. I can do the ghoul voice real well. It's yeah. just gotta be very gravelly and stuff. I wasn't expecting a ghoul from Area fifty one to be in the game, but then I shouldn't have expected anything. <laughs> you said because you, that's, that's the that's the first bit of advice for being a GM. Have no expectations. Because you expect things and then you get uh Dale. <laughs> this bitch's weapon. Yes, yes, which is the character we've mentioned before who tore a chainsaw out of his arm and beat someone to death with also, it. Also, when, who went with a caravan because he thought it was a gang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's and, trade those guys. Yeah, if, if, if you hear... Find them and trade them. Yeah, that, that's going to be an inside joke during at least one game, I think. I think it's already been used trade as a as a an innuendo for mug. Yeah, uh, I think I uh, think yeah, it's on the level of you know a mannequin with your face, which is oh yeah, I was really happy about that. 
That's yes, that's that's gonna be in the next game actually. That inside joke's finally going to come up. <laughs> yeah, I I'm so happy that became a meme somehow. <laughs> it's because it was we you said that and we stopped the game and laughed at it for ten seconds. Yeah, apparently this was vital enough that uh it was in the chat originally. Matt had me re record that line to splice in. So that it makes sense in context with the rest of the thing. I guess not re-record, just record. Record for the first yeah. time. Yeah, I did two takes. I think they were the same. About, yeah. <laughs> There's only so many different ways you can say a single sentence. Yeah, especially that one. It's sort of got a locked rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, were you about to say something, Nate? No, so that's, that's about all of us at this point, I mean... Okay. Uh, do you have any advice for people getting into gaming, or for you more creative people? Do you have any advice for creative storytelling? Oh. You more creative people. Who does that apply to exactly? Not the English the, majors. The not engineers <laughs> in the group. Okay. I'm running my Yeah, right go now. engineers. Woo. Woo, engineers. I don't know how to write things. High five, all the psychologists in the room. <laughs> Self five. <laughs> Well, as someone who studies the creative arts, Sam's <laughs> <laughs> gonna come over there and punch you. Man, <laughs> uh, you can't paint a game. Yes, I can. Hush. You've done it. No. She's done it. Check the Tumblr. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, just anyone who wants to get into anything. It would just, and, and you were looking for the inspiration and creativity to do so. Just absorb and expose yourself to as much of whatever you're trying to do as possible. So, any advice for anyone who wants to GM a game? Like, if I ever grew the genitalia to actually run a game myself, I would probably listen to all the games I really liked and try to take notes over what they did write GMing. Or if I want to paint this awesome masterpiece, I would have to take it, like look at a million other masterpieces and pick and choose what I would like about them and how I'd make it my style. If I wanted to write music, I would have to listen to a crazy ton of music and figure out what I liked, why I liked it and how I could Uh, do it myself to make it better so really being creative is just knowing how to recycle what you know already and more creative people are the people who take in more and expose themselves to more and more things pretty much yeah Yeah. so go out that's that's one in groups listen to some actual plays at drunkenugly.com you just broke the you just broke one of the ground rules now we're here for the ground rules I think now we, we gotta just, do it all over just, again. Yeah, I think we should just move on because Manda answered that the best way possible. Pretty much. I mean, and you all laughed at me. <laughs> I'm still laughing. I'm just muted. That was pretty much all Sam and I would have said. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, other than that, it's pretty much if you want to get into role playing, corral your friends into doing it, and then just keep playing with the ones who like it. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. yeah don't. Yeah. Just. Get your friends into role-playing. That's what you should of course, do. Of course, you like yeah, hanging right. out with them. This is just hanging out with them as someone else. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> to, to some degree, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what, is it, what was it that um, that Ben Booth has about it, Matt? Um, oh, yeah. Well, there, there's a section well, in the beginning fine. of Monster and Other Childish Things that explains what role-playing is. And the last question in there is, so does that make me a nerd? And the way that he explains that is like, well, your typical video gamer spends their spends their nights sitting alone in front of in front of a screen, killing imaginary people using a controller. When you get down when you get down for a game, you invite your friends, sit around a table, have a few snacks, and tell tell some tell some stories. So who's the real nerd? Both of them. <laughs> We're all nerds. 
I'm very, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm very, I'm very fond of you know that particular. Um, I'm just very fond of Ben Bow. He writes very. Oh, I decided, I decided, I loved monsters. I, I just, my love for monsters and the childish things was cemented when I read the description for blocking, which is word for word, use a thing to stop a thing from hitting you in the thing. Yep. <laughs> True, yeah. ad- you have adapted its essence. You are a master semioticist. What? <laughs> that one didn't shrink Okay, so, wow. all right, these are about the final three questions before I'll open up the floor to cra- crazy random list, like how Nate gets into the mindset of a little girl. Oh, God, um, oh, uh, what's the future for the drunk and the ugly? I just listened to the last one, which creep me out for the first five minutes thanks guys um but what's coming on down the line uh what's up with this thing you have going on without telling us about to do it on i can't speak um without any calls to action um we have we actually have a lot we actually have a lot of thank you matt you're very kind (laughs) without without any calls of with any calls to action um things we have things we have coming on down the line um Starting next month, we're going to start posting a whole bunch of things we've played in Sort of Dystopia, which is a system written by our own Nathan Knapp. Um, following following that, he uh, he is going to try and get that published. Um, yeah. we're, actually, we're actually going to have a um, a Kickstarter where we. Uh... No, you're calling people to action. Stop it! No, we're not. No, tell- I'm not telling not- them to to join the Kickstarter. We're just <laughs> no, telling them there will be a Kickstarter. You can say we have a Kickstarter. Our website is here. And then let everybody the fill end. it out. Stop <laughs> mentioning say things the that might inspire gonna, people to do them. I don't yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not saying that. No, 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 no. You can have people draw conclusions. You just can't tell them and force <laughs> them to draw their own conclusions. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah it's, it's here. Draw your own conclusions. <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it was um, sort, sort of dystopia is a uh, is a game. Um, that uh, that uh, that uh, that I wrote after because uh, I have um, a a text based uh, role playing form and I've I've run run I've run this one for more years than I'm willing to say, um, and you know I got got into uh, got into you know role playing games uh, just over the last year actually um, uh, it was it was a it was a and D game that James ran. Like last December or, or oh, last November or something like that. That was remind me. <laughs> I mean, granted, it was granted, it was it was an awful game. James did James did his best, but we had players in it that were really bad. Um, yes, we did. And that was that was the first that was the first ever role playing game that I ever played. Um, and then so I got sorry. And, and then uh, as um, as uh, you know, I started playing with um, you know the Drunken Ugly. Uh, I was like, okay, so I've been doing this this thing on this on, on this role playing forum for so long, um, and I've come up with certain ideas with that that I'd always considered doing something with something something you know publishable. Why don't I isolate certain ideas that would be good for a game, uh, and try and produce a role playing game out of it? And the result the, the result is sort of dystopia. Victorian dark fantasy. Yeah, so yeah, basically, it's, it's just uh, it's, it's Victorian dark fantasy. That's you awesome. always need more dark fantasy. Well, po- well, always need more. Or post post apocalypse uh, industrial revolution. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, the, the best way the best way of describing it is uh, is to just assume that um, the, the 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 world ended ten years after the industrial revolution began, and then a hundred years later started to pick back up. <laughs> that is the best way of describing sort of dystopia. 
Remember All right. Uh, how about here, here's a couple of strange questions. Uh, do you get any, any information no. on who downloads the show? Like locations? Um, or kind of, yes. Yeah. Kind of. What's the strangest I, location y'all got? I know we get a lot of uh, – the student radio here, WREK, gets uh, a lot of death metal listeners from Norway in prison. Okay, awesome. I don't. Okay, okay, I can't. I don't have that's, anything. Okay, that's pretty awesome. I don't have anything that specific. <laughs> it's so metal. <laughs> okay, I don't have anything that specific. The thing is, like, I know who's visiting the site, but the thing is, I don't know which one's spam bots or not. So I'll just go down the line of recent countries according to my stats engine, which are in order: United States, China, unknown, Japan, United Kingdom, Republic of Korea, Russian Federation, Australia, Ukraine, Brazil, Germany, Latvia, Sweden, Canada, Czech Republic, Jordan, Hong Kong, Greece, Pakistan, and France. Wait, go back a bit. Unknown? Are they listening from Sealand? No, that's definitely that one's definitely a spam bot because it's just not even spoofing any information. Is it from Andorra or something? I, I bet the one from France is the spam bot. Everything else is real. I know. I know for a fact that one of our real listeners actually is from Sweden. Um, yeah. Clays. Clay's, Clay's, we love you. Clay's, yeah, Clay's yeah, Clay, yeah. Yeah, Clay's is a pretty cool guy. We've, we've, uh, we've, you know, we've, we've all, we've all uh, given him, um, uh, we've all given him advice um, as, as we could because he had, he had, he had a bunch of questions about um, running games and whatnot. We're, we're pretty much Clay's life coaches. <laughs> we're his life coaches. We tell him how to. Do. Sean's his best man at his wedding. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> this is a thing that totally happened. We're not Charlie making... picked out. Charlie picked out his, uh, his wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, why? Okay. Why do I always have to be the wardrobe guy now? I mean, come on, you. It's like that thing with the goat. You do it once, and that now all you are. Yeah, tell me honestly, you didn't start it. (laughs) Also, I don't want to think about the goat anymore. I don't know if I'll have to edit that or not. That's vaguely sexual. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We did not say anything yeah, we, about yeah, sex. We didn't say anything about sex. I don't know what you're saying. Get him out of the gutter, boy. coming out on me. We should have just mentioned a gutter. And by gutter, I mean goat. vaguely sexual. You're going to have to bleep everything Charlie says ever. Shut up, Amanda. As a matter of fact, we can just have Charlie read off the list of words he's not allowed to say. and then can't. <laughs> not well, just Remember? ten minutes hey, of squats. Okay, squats is a is is a exercising movement. Uh, I don't uh, even. Uh, I don't. I can't even finish a sentence. I'm just, before, I don't even, before we I evolve can't. into uh in, in, into the madness that is that is Charlie Olmsted. Um, <laughs> we actually have a separate thing set up for Charlie questions. Tyler's got. Um, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> it's only like one me, or two. Please, it's only one or two. Me. Why would you do that? Tell <laughs> me, not kidding. Oh god. Okay. Oh well. One last kind of uh, serious question, and then we'll start kind of filtering out. Uh, what's the strangest, most unexpected thing that's happened as a result of producing the show? Has anybody recognized you from the show? Y'all, there was something in the chat. I didn't know if you want to share that too. Oh yeah. That, uh, that's not related to the show. I think related to the show, the coolest slash weirdest thing is that we're being interviewed to be on the radio. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is well, this is yeah. it. Um, what I just mentioned in the chat is I actually, uh, at the school I go to, um, I'm taking a class on novel writing and in conversation today during the class, one of the girls there dropped the, like mentioned that she'd either been in or knew about Nate's sordid dystopia of role-playing for him. And I almost fell out of my chair when that happened. I was just like, I I know that guy. I mean, I don't, her name's like Anna Gillespie, I think. I I don't, I don't know if there's. 
and now she's on the radio. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know what her handle would be or anything like that. And then I don't even know if she ever posted. She just knew about it. There weren't that many girls on the forum. Okay. Huh. Well, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe she crossed it because, I mean, I, I, that forum is definitely affiliated with a, with a lot of other popular role-playing forums. It's obviously not popular, but it's, but affiliates, you know. There are, you <laughs> but do, it is affiliated. It, it is <laughs> affiliated. I mean, you, you, tend to, you tend to link through things. Mm. Um, yeah, no, so I almost I kind of freaked out. I was like, I know that guy. I, you know, make up imaginary things with him and, and play little children. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that was that was the thing we were saying. That was the thing we were saying last night that it's like. Like you know, none of us can be sane considering that our our favorite pastime is pretending to be orphaned children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I guess one of our favorite pastimes. It's not entirely our favorite pastime. All right, Tyler's got his question for Charlie, and then we're gonna go to full on madness. Y'all can ask us questions. We'll ask you no. questions. Oh, right. no. It's only one question. He he just started listening over Thanksgiving. He really liked the Call of Cthulhu, and he's trying to finish up Fall yes, the House yes. of Odin. Yes. Yes. I, yeah. So uh, near the middle of I guess the first or second uh, production in uh, the Deep in the Bayou. What possessed you, Charlie, to grab an axe and just smash the living snot out of everything? <laughs> you know, this is one of the tamer Charlie questions. He obviously hasn't listened to some of the other ones. <laughs> well, there is also the rest of that. There is also the rest of that game where Charlie murders half of the town and then kills the entire species and then becomes a werewolf. Like. <laughs> No, no, no. Yep. Yeah, oh yeah, I could, he actually did become a werewolf in that game. It was zombie act, more like it. But in the other game, I just thought I was a re- werewolf. <laughs> oh, yeah, I <laughs> well, and then there was a third game where you also became a werewolf, were killed, and then turned my character into a werewolf who was also killed. Anyway, Charlie, yeah, talk about, talk about your player, talk about your role-playing decision there with the uh, I was in a fucked up situation. Uh, sorry. Damn it. Edit. <laughs> I was in a. Bleep- I was in a situation. I was in a bleeped up situation. Can we say bleeped up? I was in a daffodil situation. <laughs> okay, I was in a. I was in a freak, freaky situation. I, you know, character obviously panicking, fight or flight. We have an axe. Kill as many things with axe so I can survive. Okay, well, it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> I, I don't even remember. What was the situation? Like, Tyler, you just listened to it. So what was the situation there that required him to axe things? Was, he didn't even have to axe there things. There was the thing. no reason. You, he, just, yeah. he, was just, he was just kidnapped, yeah. and he said, oh, is there an axe? Mean, and oh, I proceeded God, to break down right. the door to a building <laughs> and destroy everything. That's right. You broke everything. And then when the rest of the characters showed up, they're, okay, well, the, the place is destroyed. There are axe marks everywhere. Hey, guys, I broke this. Now what happens? Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I broke- oh, yeah, now I remember. That's okay. I'm- <laughs> the better thing was the fact that Charlie went, oh, you got him. Come in there and help me now. And everybody just shot him to death. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, yeah, you got him. I'm definitely not eating. <laughs> I can glow in the dark now, so all our oh, troubles are over. It was basically Charlie's character proceeded to be really bad at convincing people that that uh, that she was completely on the level. Also, really bad <laughs> so at convincing people that she was a seductress. <laughs> yeah, there was the the first part, first session of that game where Charlie tried to seduce a terrified store owner, and then proceeded to have Nate beat the crap out of him. 
<laughs> that was that's better. That, 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 that did better than the seduction, anyways. That's yeah, fun. That's Actually, I was listening to the all three of the Call of Cthulhu over the weekend, uh, the Thanksgiving break, and I was listening to them in sequence, and I literally went mad because I was home alone, and, and I just heard sounds. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, you should listen so, to the Little Fears game. Yeah, listen yeah. to the Slender Man game then, because you uh, like that. That like the Call of Cthulhu games I ran were very pulp, and the Slenderman game is very very psychological horror. It's yeah. really cool. And also, if you want uh, like, camp horror, the Night of the Gaming Dose. <laughs> and also to a certain extent, Dibis Island is kind of it. It's, 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 it's a very it's a very it's a very special it's a very special scenario. If you want to if you want to listen to if you want that, to, that is, to a you, death you, metal band, go yeah, you mentioned those game. metal metal head uh, from Norwegian or whatever. Uh, they would like that game. <laughs> yeah. well, what's it called? I'll make sure to make sure. I'll make sure the wreckage people know Operation about it. Operation Deep Ice or something. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, called, it's just called Deep Ice. And the whole thing that Charlie said is it's set in Scandinavia. So think of a reason why your characters would go there. And so my thought was like, my character's a black metal fan. And then everybody else proceeded. And then everybody else is like, actually, that would be a really cool thing. So then we, I proceeded what Alex and I proceeded to make characters that were I was, I was lazy so I just copy paste your character yeah. I'm like yeah they're like a two man it, John. We, we were a two man black metal band yeah, our, like our sound yeah. guy and our manager <laughs> yeah I, I played the manager and the manager was just like this this fast talking this fast talking guy that runs everything so much that he ran the plot for a certain to a certain extent. That's because there, that's because there, 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 was points where, there was points where like uh, there would be an NPC that would be explaining something. And he'd be like, all right, all right, no, 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 skip all that. I don't care about that. Get to the important part. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, and I mean, McCraw brothers, they didn't, they didn't care. They were like, it was, they were like the guys from This Is Spinal Tap. <laughs> they just wanted to go around and have a good time on this island, and all of a sudden, plot happened to them. Yeah. yeah, I spent half that game sleep, and I'm I feel bad about that. <laughs> all right, I like I think how, that's all the questions we have. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I, I like how Mendes' character we can't even say on the radio, like his name. <laughs> what Colin <No>. Cancer? <laughs> Colin Cancer, yes. Yep. The Cancer, as I like to call him. Clever. <laughs> okay, one final question for you guys, and it's open oh. to y'all being asking oh. us questions and putting us on the spot. Uh, oh, how would you listen to your uh, recordings? I.e., would you listen to the first to the last? Listen to certain ones? Listen to the shorter series uh, first? Depends um, on. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, if you like, I would suggest not going into Frida's on the fifth, like on the fifth. You know, kind of listen to you know at least the start at the third episode with Frida's or one of the bigger campaigns. Yeah, that was that was one thing that one of one of our listeners said, I really wasn't into Frida's, but then again, that's because I started on session seven. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Where we um, proceeded to introduce characters eight and nine to that <laughs> series. Uh, there are, if, I, I guess... Sorry, Sam, you can go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, if you like, if those there are those listeners who don't have the massive amount of time commitment to listen to 26 sessions of, you know, at average three-hour games, like... Yeah. We have a lot. We have a lot of uh, one shots um, that are on the site and that are really good. The Call of Cthulhu games are really good. The Slenderman game is really good. There's a, there's a <laughs> Engine Heart is also really good. That's not quite oh, yeah. a one shot. It's three. Uh, games. Yeah, it's uh, we have two that. Two games with characters. We have games. that. Uh, 
lead us not to temptation thing where I yeah we have a lot of horror we have a lot of action we have a lot of really good solid short I'm also going through and tagging all of the non-campaign games one shot so if you come to our site you want something just click on that tag and you'll find it yeah Yeah, we also have I mean like I was I was going to consider engine hard to be a part of this we also have um, some pretty pretty funny games um like uh, what's Sean like, saying is you should start with made RPG and then you should definitely not start with that because that is that is pure Charles Bronson Day. That is a, oh that my is god, god yes thank that you is a, that is our that is a, no I love I love that game I love everything game about was that game it was awesome I I, was, I, I got into a. We got, got to have into... Christopher Walken as a bear. I thought there was two <laughs> things about that game about why nobody like commented on it. Either one, everybody hated it, or two, they were just like, I, I have nothing to say. <laughs> I try not to comment on everything, Boggles even though mind. they're pretty awesome, because it just makes me look like a stalker when I no, comment. No, no, comment on everything. We need comments. We need, we, need comments. We, need, we, need, we need your appreciation to live. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we need it. They're very lonely people. Uh, Plus, <laughs> But, but I mean, no, really, like we do this because we love doing it and we love the fact that people are listening to it and we want to hear what people have to say about it. So, yeah. 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 And plus, um, I was going to say as a more as a more direct thing, I mean, like before we did this interview, we we like I said, we did a news thing We're we're going to try and have like a and a segment in there, too, for anybody that makes comments, even if they're not questions, we're just going to respond to them. <laughs> yeah, it could be anything. <laughs> Hey, hey guys, great session. Well, thanks for writing in. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) In response to your question, hey guys. Um, (laughs) What were you saying? Uh, Yeah, uh, I mean, as far as you know, comments and such, it's it's just like I said earlier. uh, I mean, we're in part trying to put on put on a show for people. So, I mean, comments definitely help us out. They, Mm -hmm. especially especially when the comments comments have like a, a certain degree of like critique. Um, and, and suggestions and whatnot. I mean, if if like if you know someone's listening in and uh, you know they like like say like say you know Sam like you ran a game or something and um, and someone commented uh, you know maybe you could have may, maybe this could have been done better. I mean that's 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 certainly a very helpful critique to have. Yeah. So so things along those lines are are, are excellent. Um, but I was going to say a little earlier too. Uh, I mean, for uh, for I guess the, um, for, for the for the person that does have like for the people that do have the time to uh, to go through a lot of APs and whatnot, or or they happen to like us enough to justify it, there there's certainly a lot of games that are uh, that are um, intertextual, or I- intertextual, um, which which is to say like um, there are, there are certain things that uh, there are certain things like uh, like plot hooks that are mentioned in Frida's, for instance. That spawn a one shot elsewhere in a different game, um, or on, on the opposite of that, we've had plenty of one shots that have been incorporated into Frida's in yeah. a really mm-hmm. cool manner. Like we we've done a lot to create a, a universe that we're still expanding on. So yeah, pretty yeah. much anything I mean, you listen to is gonna yeah, be I good. Mean, deep I started at the Neon plot hook. I put into uh, <laughs> a, like a little thing I wrote about you know I wrote you know or about Neil and I like a you know where basically a monster kills a lot of people and that's you know, it gives Neil a reason to be, you know, kind of paranoid about monsters. And then we played the scenario, and then we took the characters from that scenario, and then they and they came in like they occasionally, you know, relate to Frida's. Mm-hmm. So, and, and one another example is um, there's uh, one 
one game that I ran uh, called Delta Greenhouse. Um, there's a character that uh, showed up for you know an episode or two of Frida's um, named Etsu. Uh, she was an NP- N- NPC that showed up, uh, XMIB, um, and she said one thing. She said, it was like one sentence that uh, that that uh, that that she had that like her her last MIB mission was a, was a catastrophe. It was just a complete catastrophe. Um, and then, then uh, Delta Greenhouse um, is a bunch of people that are going through, and uh, they end up finding the remnants of that last mission. Mm. It's, not, it's not necessarily important enough that uh, that 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 it gets any sort of um, emphasis put on it. It's just oh, here here are these guys that are doing their own thing, but they happen to come across this girl who is badly beaten and apparently. Apparently, a lot of people here have died. That's just the thing with. I mean, this isn't. This is just me knowing Nate's style. Nate likes to string together every single thing he does ever in a neat little timeline, and just everything is connected to everything else. And if you don't pay attention, then you won't know where something else happened. Uh, I kind of do. I've kind of been. Oh, I try. Yeah. I try for like the contextual games. Well, not the contextual, the, the the intertextual games like that, like like um, Delta Greenhouse, uh, and that that also came up in Deep Ice Island, Deep Ice, and things along those lines. Um, and I was just gonna, the ones that I run, I try to not do that. No, no, I like it. I'm not knocking it or anything. I like yeah, that you I make like, one well, big universal story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I like I like to make a big universal story uh, to be to be sure. But I mean, for like the one-offs that are that are related to things, um, I like them to, to tell their own story and be connected by some small detail or something along those lines. That way, that way, if someone's listening and they don't have the time to listen to just this gargantuan campaign like Frida's. Yeah. Um. They can listen to this one shot, and they can still get it. They can still yeah. get. Okay, there's there's this isolated story here. I don't need this to understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. I did the same thing a lot with uh. You know uh. The games I run in SD. You know, like, like there'll be you know ty- little references to like other stuff. You know, occasionally like, like you know, and it's you know not ever critical or something. It's just like mostly wink wink nudge nudge or just possible plot hook in one case where like. My character's, you know, back. One of the characters' backstory has a potential. Actually, two of them. Only one of them was an NPC, and one of them a PC. But it, like, they have a plot hook for another adventure, which doesn't really. You don't really know. Need to know them for the adventure to happen. Though, so on the note, on, on, on the note of Frida's, though, um, and you know, contextual game, contextual games. Or, pff, God, I keep saying that. Inter, intertextual. Games. <laughs> intertextual. Um, on, on, on the note of that. And Frida's, I usually don't mind um, making very blatant references to other one shots and whatnot, um, specifically because the is you know sort of as I kind of think about it, um, if somebody has like if if a, listen, if a listener really like is really like really does actually have the gumption to listen to how to listen to Frida's and how absolutely long it is, the gumption. The moxie. They probably don't. I like that word. <laughs> Gumption's a good word. You hush. Yeah. They, they, they probably <laughs> don't mind the uh, the references to these other games. Um, yeah, that's probably true. I mean, if if someone's gone through and listened to all of Frida's and you know possibly all of Road Trip and you know all the one shots, like good on you. We we yeah, like yeah, you. Really, I mean, you guys. <laughs> that's that's that, that is definitely very awesome on, on somebody and also 
definitely definitely shows the shows their willpower. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as, I don't need to listen to all the games. I live them. Oh my! And on that, we need Nate to explain experience. how he gets into the mindset of little girls. Yes, go yes. ahead. All right, all right. The how or the why? It's more the, the how I can't explain. The the why the why I think was the actual story. Yeah, the why. Um, let's see. Uh, you might have to correct me a bit on, a bit on this next. I, I might have I might have given you. It's your story. Have, he might have lied to you, is what he's saying. No, I, no, I'm, it's not. It's not so much that because uh, because I mean the the why, the why of it really the the why of it and the 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 reason that I do it um, is uh, because I tend to like I, I I'll get into a game and whatnot, and everyone will be playing will be playing a male character, and I'll be the last person to make a character. So I'll, what what I usually end up doing is I try and balance out the gender ratio. Um, I almost always try and balance out the gender ratio. So if someone, if at least one or two other people are playing female characters, then I'll then I'll then I'll, I'll do whatever I want. But if the bulk of people are playing, like if, if the bulk of the other players are are sticking to one particular gender, um, I'll try and play the opposite gender to balance it. Uh, and yeah, and in, uh, in in uh, text RP, the text role playing. Stuff that I did that, that I did all before this, um, that that also came about. Where the bulk of the characters that people would play would be these grizzled, this like these these grizzled, these grizzled um, manly men. So to try and um, to try and uh, inverse that, I would play just this completely this something that is the opposite of manliness. I'd, uh, I'd play, Pretty princesses. I play just like this this character that's just this kind of completely useless little girl um or you know things along those lines and then obviously i branched out and, and played more real characters but um i kind of get I, I kind of get obsessive about research when i play when, when, when i when i write something um and i and i habitually want to play a real person and not a caricature so when I started playing female characters, I made it a I made it an absolute point to be able to get into the mindset of of someone of the opposite sex, and then when I play someone of a different age, I make it an absolute point to get into the mindset of that of, of someone of that age. So the obvious result is that in order to to play a in, or, in order to be comfortable playing or writing about a a um. A little girl, or anything along those lines. I, I, I had, I had to, you know, just try and think back to my days at middle school. Um, talk to, say, Manda, thing along those lines. Try, try and uh, better understand how a character of that gender, of that age, would act, think, etc. Um, and do a lot of, uh, do a lot of literary research, basically, um, in order, in order to do it right. If I can't. If I can't write or play something correctly, I just I'm not going to do it. You guys were expecting something inappropriate, and here we yeah, go. you guys were expecting something completely inappropriate. <laughs> Actually, here, I guess here, here I am, just like yeah, this was this was. I'm weird. always interested in research. That's one of the things the uh, the creative writing Kathleen Goon and we have. That's one of the big things that's kind of interesting hearing her do is the research for her books. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. and it's it's something uh, it's it's something that's very very necessary. Uh, 
having having written um, a couple of novels thus far, not published yet, but I'm getting to that. Um, <laughs> having, having written a couple of novels thus far, I, I I really really can appreciate and uh, and emphasize the um, the necessity for research. It's I mean, if you don't if you don't understand something well enough, and you try and write it, you're not going to write it well. It's going to look sloppy. This is going to look sloppy to anyone that understands it better than you. All right, and with that serious topic, I'm out of questions. Y'all have any for me or Tyler? Uh, uh. How did you find us? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been trying to remember that. I think I was at Giants in the Playground looking for uh, a light rule system. Somebody mentioned monsters. I went to look at Arc Dream. I was listening through the podcast, and I heard Frida's, and I listened to some of the other ones, and y'all were probably – it was Road Trip I heard, and I was like, wow, I really like Road Trip, especially Daniel for being a stereotypical Saturday morning cartoon character in real life. I I like (laughs) constructions like that. And then Frida's kind of jumped ship and became my go-to podcast to listen to whenever I'm not doing anything slash need background noise. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm glad we can. I, I'm just glad that I'm getting a lot of people interested in Monster and the Childish Things because it is, it is my favorite system of all time. It's I've been dying to get people. Everybody, I, the problem is here at Georgia Tech, I'm with a fraternity, I'm with a bunch of uh, graduate students for the radio show I do, and I do a theater group, but the theater group already has their own thing set up. The frat bros don't want to do tabletop. I finally talked uh-huh. Tyler into it after listening, and then I I have snarky assholes like Sam as my roommates who don't even want to look at tabletop. <laughs> so, you know, here's the thing about snarky assholes is that they're actually interested in what you're talking about. You just got to get through the snarky asshole part. Yeah. Pothead snarky assholes. Oh uh, yeah, no, uh, you're screwed. Uh, no, I had I actually actually one of my actually one of my pothead snarky asshole friends was one of was one of the people one of the first people I ran Monster and the Childish Things for. And he and his brother actually made his brother actually made the coolest. Is my one, one of my one of my favorite um, early monsters, which was actually a monster that he, which was actually some character he created back in middle school. It was just so so pure and so simple and just so great that the 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 the, char- the character's name was Biff the Boogeyman. Who was my, my just my favorite thing was like he was this giant monster made of snot and he hid by being a terrible sinus infection in his kid. <laughs> and so basically, whenever he was wow. hidden, the kid was just constantly wiping his nose on his sleeve and Wrong. speaking speaking very speaking like very you know without without using his nose. That is sure the most adorable <laughs> slash terrifying thing ever. That perfectly sums up monsters. It's it's better. Yeah. Than Calvin and Hobbes meets H.P. Lovecraft. If you if you want personally, um, well, echo. Uh, <laughs> whatever, I'll just talk through it. I don't care. Sh- Sean's game that he ran for his girlfriend and his friends is like one of my favorite oh, oh. monsters games to date. It was the first half of a two-parter that I'll never get a second half because Jeff. I, I don't care. I just college. love that half. <laughs> but um, helicopter win. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the monsters was it was originally going to be like a little furry guy, kind of like Sully from uh, Monsters Inc. But then um, this is my this is my brother who has never played a role playing game before in his life, a tabletop game. And we came up and just like at the last minute, he was like, "Hey, I have an idea. Can my monster be 
helicopter whale. <laughs> We're like, what? <laughs> it's a whale that's also a helicopter, and he has he has Hellfire missiles and <laughs> the his, weird part. No, his Vulcan machine gun or whatever. And <laughs> his favorite thing is diesel fuel. <laughs> <laughs> so the weirdest part is though. I like, but I think before this, or maybe after this, I, I, without knowing how, how I look off the whale, I asked, uh, I one time asked uh, Sean to draw a shark copter. Mm-hmm. So, so it, apparently, well, no, I think the, I think that in that in that vein, the weirdest thing that happened is when Nate was creating the Persona game. I knew nothing about per, the Persona series, and through my own volition, I made a character that was tarot card themed, not oh, knowing yeah. that Persona has this whole tarot card thing going on in it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's true. That happened. Guess you got guess you got to be wild card. Wild card. <laughs> that doesn't really surprise me. Uh. Cut the brakes on the van. Wild card. <laughs> <laughs> That's just being an that. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, um, in the same game of not knowing how to play uh, for role-playing games, uh, the whole reason I got into Skype role-playing at all is because um, when I lived up in my dorm up at college, Nate would come visit me because we couldn't spend more than a couple hours away from each other. (laughs) We're dating, by the way. I don't know if that's obvious to anyone or not, but we are in a relationship. Given how you both live in the same house and sleep in the same bed. (laughs) He can just be my gay You can hear you laughing in the middle of games (laughs) on his mic. Okay, Amanda, hang on. I will point out that it has become my mission in any game to make... Amanda be audible through Nate's mic laughing. Yeah. <laughs> At least like three or four times. I normally keep count. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, he he came up one time and he's like, I'm going to do this thing with some friends. Uh, you don't have anywhere to be in the morning, do you? Because I'm probably going to keep you up late. I'm like, no, what are you going to do? He's like, oh, I'm just going to play a game on Skype. It'll be fine. And I listened to, I think it was Ed's Diner I was listening oh, yeah. to. I'm like, what the heck is he doing? <laughs> but I thought it was really cool. And then he's like, hey, you should make a character. You should bring Everett in. Because Everett and Daniel were actually two characters that were on the forums. And I was text role playing for a really long time um, with Nate. And so I'm like, eh, all right. Uh, he, it's good to give him like something to play off of in a foil. And I remember being so nervous the first game. Like, I don't, I'm not going to be able to read the dice. I'm going to screw everything up with the rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was the first time I'd ever played a Skype-based or any sort of dice-based rolling game ever, ever, ever in my life. And look at me now. <laughs> Don't let them know any math. No, it's have, you mostly... G- have you jammed yet? No. Jam? no. What are you waiting for? I don't wanna. <laughs> you, you, you wrote this whole thing, and then you... I did write a thing. But I don't, I don't. I can I can hold your hand here, Amanda. I can code you if you. I think I think Nate would be more fitting considering they live in the same house. Yeah. yeah. What are y'all babbling about? Well, they want, it's they really want me to GM something because I've never have before, and I'm just nervous about it. The thing is, the thing is, with, uh, I was nervous about this. You just gotta not care if you look like a complete moron. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's how that's how I got this whole group together. Let's be honest. Everybody's nervous their first time. It's okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, we got it. The Actually, point it's... of everything I just said was, uh, I, I wouldn't even be into role playing if it weren't for Nate. 
And when we first started dating, one of, and this is going to sound really gross and sappy, but when we first started dating in high school, he was like, hey, um, let's write a story back and forth in a notebook. I'll write, this, I'll write this paragraph, and then when we see each other in the halls, I'll pass you the notebook, and you finish a little bit, and then you pass it back to me. And we would do that back and forth for the whole the whole uh, day at school and it was really gross and sappy but that's how I first got into role playing and anything Nate's sort of done role playing wise I've sort of been like oh hey I'll do it too that's but so cute I know <laughs> it's not gross all the way it was a really fun time oh. <laughs> um, since we've been talking about it in the chat I think we should tell this story of Silver Skull Toaster Kid and the oh. first time I ever played Monsters yes and the, one of the few games that uh one of the few one of the few games that I botched entirely yeah because so, <laughs> that's actually yeah, yeah. This you want to sell it well I, I will I'll tell my part of it just because it's funny like we play I played the fiasco game with them and then we played um the safe game that's on the site the three little uh, bros or whatever yeah, the terrible yeah, yeah. zombie game that just went downhill so fast um and then the next game I played with them bef- was this monsters game that I just hopped into. So I didn't have a character or anything like that. And I I heard a bunch of monsters APs and like I knew about the game. I love the system. I'd never played it before. So I was given a character sheet that Alex wrote uh, that was like the dumbest kid ever. And then was told that my monster was played by Sean, who had devised Silver Skull Toaster Kid. <laughs> yep, yep. It was he's this is this little kid. He's got to be like four feet tall, and I mean he looks like a normal kid except he's always wearing a some sort of band T-shirt, usually Depeche Mode, um, and his head is literally a a silver toaster that's in the shape of a skull. He is Silver Skull Toaster Kid. Aww. So it's like there was like this whole mystery that was going on, and and Matt was trying to set up like the this weird ghost ship stuff that we, we couldn't really figure out what was going on. But like the one thing I couldn't figure out what was going well, on. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the one thing that sticks with me about that game was the fact that uh, Sean and I's characters got onto uh, the ghost ship by creating a. Uh, Toasted bread bridge. Yes. Had a bread, it. Yeah, bread rainbow. Yeah. Is that where the inspiration for the Steves came? Infinite toast. Infinite. No, actually, actually, no. Uh, actually, the inf- infinite infinite wall of parrots uh, with Woodbeard came way before. Uh, yeah. yeah. Woodbeard yeah. was actually the first monster that was made in this group. Yeah. But like, um, the the thing was is that he had this bag of infinite bread holding basically and so basically they they hopped onto this bag and then shot themselves off over to the uh to the uh to the pirate ship by uh by having it just like piles of bread just come shooting out of it and it's just and, a stupid and also, i believe uh, uh uh sean uses the best voice with so skull toast a kid which yeah, is oh, he's a kid and he just starts mumbling about it. nobody knows what he's talking about he just starts talking like this and Sean is the man of a million voices, everybody. That's, that's, there's a re- there's, that's the reason that he ran the made RPG. That he, yeah. Uh, yeah. He got the uh, list. He had a randomized table. Right, yeah. And I spend two favor to make someone's voice whatever you want. Which yep. is how uh, we got Bear Christopher Walken. And Alien just Bear Walken. Bear Walken needs to be a monster at some point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, it um, will be. 
I have it written up for somebody if they want to play it in one of my games. <laughs> yeah, these claws it comes up a lot. Uh, yeah, so after, but again, no, no thumbs. <laughs> uh, at least we know he's not as bad as Hammerstein. Oh, oh yeah. spoilers! Oh, no, no, I'm not saying any more than than there's a character in one of the games we play named Hammerstein. Don't worry, I'm going to make sure to have a nice big spoiler warning before and after and during and in the middle and in another part of this yeah. entire I conversation. We, I don't think we spoiled <laughs> anything, no, really. we really didn't, I mean. I have to admit that that was something entirely built on puns. Your entire, your entire character is built on puns. Yeah, but then he turned out to not be built on puns and be enraged by puns. James, they don't know <laughs> that MacGyver. yet. Those games haven't been posted. Exactly. James, stop There's talking from the future. Those games haven't been posted. We definitely are not at least 15 sessions ahead in Mrs. Frida's from the session we posted. <laughs> oh, I didn't say a specific. All my characters are enraged by puns. This isn't really a spoiler. That's <laughs> just you, James. That's just you. That's just yeah, James. Me. Yeah. I make them and then I get mad at them. <laughs> <laughs> you despise what you create. Yes. James, what have you done? And you You're create what man. you despise. Oh, I have a question for our beautiful hosts. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, you obviously when... haven't seen my picture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Sean was the one to react to the compliment. Oh, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> 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 um, when, when a new game is posted, let's say when a new Frida's game is posted, do you go into it you know, expecting something? Is there something you're really particularly excited to hear? Do you maybe have, I don't know, like a favorite character or maybe a favorite past game or a favorite yeah. instance that you sort of wish was expanded upon more? Basically, that was all like a bajillion says, question. You know, when she says favorite character, be, be aware that we're not going to be mad if you play favorites. Right. So, like, if you're like, well, I don't want to get anybody mad. I'm I'm, I'm the worst. No, no, that's not. I'm not. I'm not out to make anyone mad. I just no, no, no. I'm just. I'm just prefacing that so they're not. I'm trying to make them comfortable. Okay. Tyler's gonna opt out of this one since he hasn't listened to any Fritos except for Call of Cthulhu. Um, actually, my favorite character. I like them all equally, but my by far the favorite one I've listened so far is Elder Dane, just because you can tell he's (laughs) a middle management angel that just hates his job. Like, <laughs> like, or at least hates having to deal with the kids. So, like, when the first confrontation with Odin and Condor, you can tell it's like, oh, hey, kids, what's, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, tweet that one. And in the last, the season finale you just did where he goes, so what have y'all done today? Oh, we brought a girl back from the dead. What? Yeah, we brought back what you just like you can tell i can almost just see him like going i can't deal with these kids i can't i can't i can't do it i can't i can't well i mean hey 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 i came i came here to help you guys solve your own problems and that's what you did so yeah, mission accomplished he, he sounds exactly i, I went to a small no, the, the fun school. fun fun fact like elder the, character, the elder dane character has changed five or six times eventually eventually going to eventually being this this um this this customer service kind of grunt because because um around that time that's when i actually got my that's when i actually got my current career as in customer service (laughs) i mean other than that my favorite thing was in fall the house of odin where uh sam made manny roll the uh 
guts check and he failed it when Emma was running up the stairs and Matt goes and so ends Frida's because I'm just waiting for an episode where Manny flips his shit like when he did it on uh, oh, Neil be disappointed it sounded oh, like oh spoilers so what you're saying what you're saying is you're waiting for an episode where everybody dies <laughs> <laughs> Not particularly. <laughs> I like dark, evil things. That's the reason I prefer. I like listening to Sam's crazy stuff in Nate's Slenderman story. Like, uh, what was it? The first camp story from Little Fears. That was awesome. Oh yeah, that's a we. That we, wasn't actually Slenderman. Was, yeah, we thought that was Slenderman too. That turned out to be, no, just be a, uh, a deep one. In, yeah, and well, it's because of how you describe. So in Slenderman. my in my mind, it's a it's a deep one that wears a suit and a power tie. <laughs> The power tie. <laughs> the smiling man, my fault. Oh, yeah, grinning man. The grinning man. <laughs> villains, they're all wearing suits. I, Everyone. I well, I got the reaction. I wanted characters that The characters that I have traditionally, uh, unless unless the characters that I have are really poor, if they're if they're if they're at least uh, middle class, they generally wear really nice clothes. And well, this, yeah, well, you this, can... this, is, this is unashamedly because uh, because whenever I leave the house, I wear a suit. Well, yeah, and even even in, even in your thing where you had a character who was poor, you said he wore a really really cheap suit and over. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Great. Right. And that's mostly because that's actually because he read a lot of detective novels and wanted to be a detective. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a buddy of mine. He reads a lot of Dresden Files, so he runs around in a uh, a duster. Oh, that's that's <laughs> too cool. That's that that's got to be weird looking, but that's too cool. Hey, he pulls it off. He's all spindly and looks like Dresden, so... There you go. There you go. <laughs> you don't know that he actually is the inspiration for Dresden Files? <laughs> I, I don't think so. I, think, I hope not. How can you be off. certain? I, think, I, I have psychic powers. That's how I'm talking to you all right now. <laughs> oh my God. There true. is no well, Skype. We are, we are all actually a figment of Matt's imagination. That's been... <laughs> that's canon. <laughs> that's <true>. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt is just this crazy guy that, that he, I, I'm I'm, pre- I'm fairly certain Matt doesn't even have a job. He just rides the train for for ever. <laughs> and he's just this crazy guy that's this is like crazy homeless guy that sits in the back of the train talking to himself. <laughs> uh, I think Santa Claus is coming to town every day. <laughs> he really just does that on the train every day okay so so we're at the two hour mark uh this is good enough for three episodes if i don't cut anything uh, our show's only an hour long so 45 oh minutes plus you know i have Welcome three hours yeah, this actually aren't the worst. We had a couple of local authors come in, and it took three hours to get everything. We have four shows, five shows from them. It devolved into an argument about cloning and space travel and uh, the rights of cloned people and slavery. It was That's awesome. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's too bad we yeah. haven't played Eclipse Phase yet. Otherwise, we could have had that yes. argument. We are playing Eclipse Phase. I will make that happen because I, I remember that it's all Creative Commons. <laughs> yes. Also, just because all of the um, – all of the uh, Takeshi Kovach series by uh, Richard K. Morgan is a heavy inspiration for Eclipse Phage. Yep. Eclipse Phage? That doesn't make Eclipse any sense. Eclipse Phage. Eclipse Phage. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, and you, I you need to pitch Eclipse Phage as Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, not even. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, Travis, Tyler, uh, thank you for um, inviting us. Uh, yeah. And thanks, fun. thanks for having us uh, come and ruin your entire show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It was fun. Right. This is that y'all y'all didn't disappoint. I was expecting almost a lot worse, maybe. <laughs> what? Kind of, almost. What? You told us not to cuss. <laughs> I gave you the ground rules, knowing that it would slip up eventually, and then everything would fall apart. So you have no idea how hard it is for me to not to cuss. I know. Yeah, I know. That's That's the only so English words Alex knows. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's really easy for me not to cuss because I because uh, one of the jobs that I one, one of the jobs that I've had one of, one of the hats that I've had to wear has been um, ha- has basically been account um, account management, sales, and damage control. So I'm really really. You can't really, cuss anybody out in that business. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You you have you have to go into that business, um, and you have to be as like as as straight laced as possible. So uh, I'm really used to. I'm actually. I'm, I'm actually so used to it that there are certain there are certain times where I just I actually make it a point to not cuss by complete accident, just just out of habit alone. That's any like customer service job though. I can't yeah. cuss at my job. Yeah. Well, any any job That's where you're make not the kids working. Cry. <laughs> any 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 job where you're not working from home, like solidly, there's a job that you have to you know be presentable and stuff. I disagree. I work in a newsroom where it is we are required to cuss or our pay gets docked. So <laughs> I'm in line as a carpenter and as a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would do that, Amanda. I would love to actually have a recording or a video of that. <laughs> no, I could I could say that, but you know you can't put it on the air. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the like, one hey, thing we tried to Welcome fantastic. to the fucking creative art store. Buy a fucking frame, you fucking cunt. <laughs> oh, uh, for some reason, I just imagine that like being written in cursive below the name of the store. Flowery <laughs> 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 script. Yeah, it's, it's, it's said in a really nice type. And <laughs> well, I t- I, did I tell you guys? I don't work in a frame shop anymore. I I work in a frame shop. They officially <laughs> changed the title. You mean a shopping? <laughs> From custom frame shop to S H O P P E. Oh my god. Oh, that's terrible. I hate it. Okay, so if y'all don't have anything, I think we might end it. You know, we'll leave the call going or the chat up, but uh, I think if y'all don't have any questions. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're all good. Yeah. good. Unless you have any like individual like individual questions for for all of us or any other questions, uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't want to single anybody out. I figured I'd try to ask y'all on maybe in a semester or two after y'all get super huge and everybody knows about you and I can be <laughs> no. there and be like, hey, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna have time for this sort of thing. Like my my only goal is that we get to the point of like another AP podcast, like uh, say the gutter skypes or something, where we have like a regular amount of like 10 or so listeners that will regularly write in and tell us and like actually talk to talk to us and have things to comment on our games you know yeah, that would be worthwhile that's well i'm moving back down to savannah to so i'll have yeah. lots of free time next semester to <laughs> stalk you people uh, excellent <laughs> that. and uh i guess uh, as far as as far as me with you know sd and such um and uh my, my only goal is to sell. I don't sell know out. copies. Just sell, if sell if hundreds I, of thousands of copies and make if, all if of I, the money. I want to go by digital <laughs> distribution and sell out. If, if, I, if I if I sell ten copies of this book, I'm going to call it a success, and then I'll be done. Well, cool. Okay. It doesn't count if it's the people. He's done with life. He's going to go live under his bridge with the thirty dollars he made or whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to turn into Hobo Johnson. 
He's gonna, uh, he's gonna, uh, Dave's gonna retire on all the money we get from the Kickstarter. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, yeah. I, I mean, as far as as far as that game goes, like, I, if, if I mean, if I if I only sold ten, I'd be I'd be completely happy and would not have any further like sales goals for it. I mean, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go I'd, for ten, I'd be content that ten people were interested enough. <laughs> go for twenty because those are the people in this group is enough to buy ten. If we can am I am I gonna charge you guys for that? No. Yeah. If you if you play tested the game, you're getting it for free. Score. <laughs> That's all you listeners. If you play test the game, you get it for free. <laughs> That's the good thing about being on the radio. I get free swag from everything. I've got like eighty-seven books. Or I got like ten books this semester just from people coming on. They're like, you should read this. Okay. I don't read it. I'm gonna save it for later. Oh. I don't read it. I'm gonna use it for kindling. <laughs> no, I actually, <laughs> oh, I actually read it. But like, yeah, worst case scenario is I had three three hundred page books I had to read in three days. So I slammed those down for an interview. And then you guys, uh, the hardest thing has been I had to listen to your podcast last night. Hardest. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ouch. Right. No, I, I, I mean, that is a compliment. I prefer not having to. Read three three hundred plus page books and write up really hard in depth questions. I'd much rather sit there and laugh and have fun, and then make Aww. questions like. Oh. I'm glad you, yeah, you decided to try and listen to time. all like 150 hours of our show. <laughs> Mostly because that's impossible considering the time frame. Yeah, that's, that's the fun. <laughs> I mean, it's just. I've like listened you- to every single Frida's in Roadhouse, and then a couple of the side. That needs to be our next Roadhouse. Monster of the Childish Things campaign. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> I need to have a moderately priced steakhouse. You're just a bouncer. So is Butts. Uh, butts farts instead of a pepper grinder. Yeah, I want to go on a record just to say, by the way, regarding Butts. Uh, <laughs> I really don't like farts joke anymore. I really don't think they're funny. Like, they're all the chores. I'm sure you don't. I mean, that's... That's pretty so overplayed. That, uh, like, ah, oh, Jesus, I gotta do this. All right, but <laughs> farts. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I think I think what you were saying to me in private is when Butts farts, he does it in a productive way now. <laughs> For yeah, the plot, the plot farts, character. Well. Yeah, whatever. He's he's, he's 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 it's 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 a thing you do because that's the part of the character and that's and productive for as far as these characters are concerned is to uh, create gameplay. Yeah. Okay, well, I need to go. I have some homework I've been neglecting. <laughs> um, everybody no, say goodbye, uh, and I'll make sure to send Matt a copy of this if I haven't fucked it up somehow. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Good night, Internet. And good night, Internet. Good night, Radio Land. I forgot yeah. Not, Not on the radio. Good night, actual people. <laughs> Good night, people who are not just me. 